I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. And the angels write raps on holy paper. I said I'm looking for Jesus. He said, take the escalator. One flight up is guaranteed you'll be there. My sister'd be there. My mother'd be there. So Mona Lisa, could I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't mind taking Saturday. Hey, hey, round up the posse, Fuji coming round the way. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. All right, we're back in the house on a Saturday night. Saturday. Oh wait, Sunday night. I thought to say you took a day. I was about to say I will take that extra day of vacation. I wish. Um, but yeah, we're here on a Sunday night, uh, big football Sunday, and of course. In about an hour and a half, the Eagles take the field against Woo-hoo! the dreaded Cowboys. Yes, I lost last week because them niggas wouldn't pants. So this will be the shortest show ever. Peace, we out. I got to go watch the game. <laughs> nah, but seriously, though, uh, if you guys have heard, um, the you should have heard both of these voices before if you've listened yes. to the show for a while. But in case you're brand new, it has been a, a, a little bit since we had both of them on. Yes, um, And I'll start with the first voice. Uh who should be very familiar to people who listen to the Hater Rossi radio show. Yes. Um, even people that uh, just go to YouTube and search uh, search his uh, YouTube channel. Because mm-hmm. he narrates most of his videos. Yes, he does a wonderful job. So you guys should know him, but it's the dark hater from the Hater Rossi radio show. Yo. Now, of course, you talk about news, comedy, and pop culture crucifixion there. Because um, he hates 
everything. everything. I love yes. to say that. Yeah, yes. see me at my desk repeating that. Yes, he <laughs> takes everything. And uh, he is alive because a lot of people was wondering about you. It was like, yes, he's still here, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot going on, but I'm back now. Back on. Yeah, and I, isn't it we ruin everything now? Oh, we ruin everything. Yeah, yeah he ruins everything. We ruin everything. We ruin, we ruin and hate it. Yeah, yeah. well, yes, I guess. Just at the, at the end of the show, I say I hate you all. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> you got this. Now people listening, people listening right now, people listening right now that haven't heard the show are like, but why would I listen to that? <laughs> That's right. I'm mixing it up. I'm sorry. That's cool. That's cool. He's <laughs> like he ruins everything I, I and he hates fan. his fans. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but definitely, man. So I'm glad everything is is back up, man. I just listened to your newest episode. Yes, me too. Uh, last week, and uh, you know, as always, com- comedic gold. And uh, some good oh, social commentary you. in there too, man. So yeah. I'm really glad you're back. Me too. I was oh, missing. Thanks, I was man. Really bad. I was checking every day, like, damn it, he needs to come on back now. Yeah. I'm a feeling. Come on now. I thought he was in after Dave Chappelle or something like. That. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, right. you know, people miss you though when motherfuckers was hitting us up. Like, yes. hey man, you know what dark hate is? I'm like, come on, man. You got an email address, a Facebook page. <laughs> Yeah, they they were taking advantage of all those avenues, including Skype. As you can see, I'm I'm invisible up here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of business. Uh, you know, we're trying to start up some new business ventures. Uh, plus, I had some personal issues uh, that prevented me from being funny. I just couldn't be funny at, at you know at, at certain times. So uh, everything's cool. We landed again, and I'm back. So, yeah. man, I'm glad to be here. Cool, man. I can't imagine what would happen if, uh, you know, Karen not went away either. So I can't like I, I'm imagining your shit must have been blowing up. So yes, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I got to catch up with y'all now. What you guys like on episode two sixty six? I think today's is two thirty four. So okay, I know we're up there. <laughs> yeah, it's growing fast, man. But yeah, you know, we're just prolifically podcasting every week. That's um, it. Now, of course, the other voice you might have heard on the show, but it's been a very long time ago. Yes. Um, but it's my man, Ty Diamond. Yes, yes, And yes. Uh, he has his own podcast, Ty Diamond Presents Casual Football Talk. And he has his own website, TyDiamond.com. Uh, now, I haven't heard this. I didn't even know you had a podcast, man. Are you trying to keep it on the low? What's up? What's going on with that? Well, yeah, I'm trying to. It's kind of on the low because it's, it's kind of my side project. Uh, for the main podcast is Ty Diamond uh, show but that's not going to be coming out for a few months but yeah I'm just trying to get fans and get it going ground starting off from the bottom see how it goes alright that's cool man so um can you give us a little synopsis of what casual football talk is about as if we can't get it from the title <laughs> well yeah as the title says casual football talk well what, me and my friend uh, his name is Fire Music or real name Kevin and uh, it's just you know it's two friends talking about football we uh the, the way the show goes is that we have our little top stories or our little rants that we want to say from uh, the league and then uh we go to we do the weekly matchups um and say you know what team we think we want to win then we talk about our, our uh, fantasy football teams at the end of the show and in between the show we have a little music breaks to keep the energy going see i would imagine casual a uh, casual football talk show would just be you dismissing everything all the topics you know like hey man did you see what the damian thomason did man i don't know about that shit dog i don't <laughs> what else going on in the world 
But, uh, that's cool, see man. Nike hat on, like stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, hey man, you see that uniforms? I might get me one of those jerseys. What happened during the game? I don't know, nigga. Shit. Know. Keep it casual. Yeah, it's just, it would be casual in the sense that, man, we don't really care. I mean, it's, it's something we're interested in. We have fun talking about it, but you'll never see us get our panties in a bunch about any type of way something goes on in the league. So. You know, that's a good way to do it, man. I try to approach sports from the uh, aspect of, I like people watching. Right. Like, I get more enjoyment out of watching how people react to sports than I really get from the sporting events itself. True. Because um, you know me. If I watch a sporting event, I'm pretty much joking about it most of the time. Oh, yeah. But uh, the only times that I really can find myself, like, feeling involved or influenced is in the actual debate and talk about sports on a cerebral level. So, you know, listening to how certain fans react to certain players and stuff and then thinking, like, why... You know, why does that dude think Cam Newton needs to prove something, you know, the uh, black quarterback, but maybe he he feels completely confident in Carson Palmer? Like, something like that where I'm like, hmm, I would love to talk to this person about that because I think that is fucking crazy. Right, right. And at the end of the day, though, there's no reason you should leave, an ar- well, not an argument, but, you know, talking about sports or anything, angry or upset. So I think that's also the casual plays into as well. Yeah, one dude hit me up on Twitter one day and told me he was just, like, I was saying, like, man, you know, Peyton Manning, this dude is just a damn football genius. Like, mm-hmm. it's insane how much his team relies on him. This was last year. Yes. Now, obviously, he's been hurt this year, and his team has not won a game. Okay. So, it's kind of evidence, evidence that I might have been on the right path. But oh, the yeah. dude kept telling me how this guy been choking. He started going on all these stats so, and all this stuff. And I was like, hey, man, hey, hey, calm down. And he was like... No, you don't understand. I've been having this argument with my nephews for six years now. And I was like, dude, no one should have an argument for six years yeah. over a fucking football game. Like, it's ridiculous, man. How you going to be quoting oh, this stat? And we're going to argue about something. That's not, a, not football. Yeah. There, right. there needs to be a benefit. There's no type of benefit from those type of arguments whatsoever. And I'm not get, making no money off of Exactly. Yeah, so I thought that shit was terrible, man. But anyway, um, now, of course, we, we since we've already had these guys on, we don't have to give them a ton of questions. But um, the other thing I did want to ask Ty Diamond about, so, man, last time, you know, and I, and I shouted you out on Twitter all the time, yeah. but you went to the Army or yeah. basic training or something. What happened with that, yeah. man? Yeah, well, I joined the Army, and, uh, you know, I work for the white man now, and it's uh, – militia but um yeah i went to training um in fort jackson then i went to fort lane virginia to get certified in my uh, job so yeah i'm in the military now all right because I, I pulled out a little liquor for you on twitter because you was gone man I, oh like every couple we days i did like shout out to Ty diamond thank you they kept me going because that we you know we got a chance to um because of technology and everything we could get on our phones like maybe at first we couldn't get on for about three weeks but then we got maybe five or ten minutes um, every weekend, I mean, every Sunday to uh, check and so to see the little tweets and stuff made me feel good. Damn, now you know that's the white man for real. Yeah. Ten minutes of the phone, nigga, let's go. Time starts now. Yeah, like you gotta check those tweets fast. You better have a good connection, dog. Uh, yes. Climb to the top of a, a mountain or some shit. Make sure you don't get no disconnection. Yeah, and they will break you down. Like that's I was kind of like Hater Rossi after. Um, I mean, my situation wasn't severe, of course not. But after I got out, like I was just like I didn't feel like I was funny anymore. Or anything, so I was just like, let me just take a break. I'm just happy to be back, calm down. But I think I'm getting it back and get back to the grooves of things. So. Yeah, 
I can imagine them taking because in every army movie they have that montage and then they do that one moment of basic training where they always break down that dude that has a sense of humor like they all every fucking movie ever they had that one dude it's like what you smiling at boy and I'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah but it's, it's that's the thing though it's it's a uh, misconception. You think it's the, the sergeants or whatever that's, that's come down on you, but it's the people you're trying to uh, become a soldier with. They're the ones that, that's hardest for no reason. They, they, uh, I get messed up talking about them now, but they just, they the sergeants. It's not the sergeants. It's the recruits that's trying to be the sergeants. Damn. Mm. Wow. Now, that's got to suck. You reach out to your fellow man in the same situation as you in and try to bridge the gap with humor, especially coming from all these different backgrounds, as I'm all sure y'all were. Places, yeah. And then that motherfucker shuts you down like, this is serious, motherfucker. This is war. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, nigga. We can't get a couple minutes to ourselves and chow? Shit. Exactly. But yeah, that's crazy, man. That's a crazy situation. And and I know one thing, and I have actually shared this with Ty, uh, uh, there was no Netflix parties during that time. It was a sad, sad moment for the Netflix chain. (laughs) Karen used to host the Netflix parties on Xbox, and all the people could join her and have a party, but Karen wasn't having as many when Ty wasn't around. No, it just wasn't. Back on it now. Yeah, we've been going about a year strong. And actually, that reminds me, too. Me and your lovely wife Karen, we're gonna have our own show. Um, what? What the fuck? No, nigga, end of the show on out. Why do you tell me about this woman? I did, son. What are you talking nah, about? Nah, she told me about it. But yeah, you guys, you guys are gonna do like a uh, watching bad movies podcast because I've seen my Netflix queue and you guys watch oh, some bullshit. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to apologize to you because I know you have to see that the instant queue. And yes, that, that watch movie. first and worst every time. Well, it's the suggestions that kill me. Because when I come in, it's like, which, uh, you would love to watch uh, Watermelon Chicken Farm. <laughs> like, who would watch that shit? Why did I get married three? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I would, nobody was watching that bullshit, yes, man. Murray, my baby mama part 26. What yeah. the hell is going on here? Except y'all two. Y'all is fucking up my Netflix. No, and there's people that join us. As the J joins us, you know, Black joins us, Chosen Scooter joins oh. us. Yes. All people that I'm against right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> all the college cinema out there that y'all have, I guarantee y'all niggas have not experienced. And y'all motherfuckers find your way to the bottom barrel. We right go under the barrel. Yes, we go. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know how you got the big Walmart rack and they got like 10000 in there? We'll dig all the way down through it until we get to the ones that's selling for a penny. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sorry, but yeah, we was calling it uh, We Watch Ratchet. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, we have a segment that's going to be in there called Moment of Clarity. And you know when you watch the Ratchet TV shows where, like, the chicks are on the, t- the camera and they're, they're looking like they're talking sense and they're making sense before they get back uh, normal, I mean, but Ratchet again. Uh, Moment of Clarity is where sometimes we'll occasionally watch a good movie or a good TV show. Well, I hope y'all get in and watch some good ones because I, I, I don't want y'all niggas just streaming past usual suspects because it didn't start no black people and y'all thought that that's normally usual suspects. Oh, we, we watch white bad movies. Run, bitch, run was terrible. Oh, yes. If you want to see a lady get it in for plunger, watch Run. Ah! <laughs> I saw that. I saw that on uh, in the new releases on Netflix, too. <laughs> yeah, I saw it, too. But even, even with my mouth, even with my mouth, if you listen to my show, I wasn't going to watch a movie called Run, Bitch, Run. I think I know where you guys are headed. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I've been there. I'm good. Um, 
Alright, so of course you can check our show out. Uh go to the blackouttips.com and when you're there, there's a ton of shit you can do. Um you can uh definitely donate to the show one time or return if you like to do that. Uh we have a store so you guys can go there and buy shit and put it on your babies and take pictures of them and become the official baby of the podcast. Yes. Uh, we already have one official baby mm-hmm. uh, right now because she was wearing a bib. Oh, she's so precious. Yes, it's a beautiful baby girl, Isabella, the official baby of the Black Eyed Tips. Yes. But the thing is, our love is for sale. So any baby, any baby that up that <laughs> that that merchandise quota is the new back, the new baby. Yes. I would like to have a white baby. That is the the baby of the black guy tip. I would love that. That would be wonderful. That is my dream. That would accomplish everything my parents ever dreamed of. Yes. A white baby with all the potential in the world, you know? Yes. Um, But, yeah, so definitely do that, guys. Um, Of course, you can also vote in our polls. We have polls there at the site. Um, While you're there, you can leave comments in the polls. You can leave comments on each episode if you like to do that. Uh, Read our blog posts and things of that nature. Um, there's many, many ways to contact us. Uh, of course, all of us on the show are on, on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. Uh, Dark Hater is at Hater Razi. Mm-hmm. That's Hater, A-Z-Z-I, on Twitter. And Ty Diamond is at Ty, T-Y-E, Diamond, all one word, uh, on Twitter. So make sure you check them guys, those guys out. Um, also... You can find us on iTunes, mm-hmm. and if you le- go to iTunes, you need to leave us a review, mm-hmm. and you want to say something about the show, Yes, I will read it. I don't care what you say, as long as what, Karen? As long as it's five stars, baby. Five stars <laughs> only. That's all that matters. Um, and of course, you can join our Facebook group. We're right, like, a few people from getting to 2300. Woo-hoo! So tell people, share people, share that with people, um... And, of course, we're on Podomatic, and we're also on Stitcher Radio apps, if you have mobile phones. Yes. And uh, some car stereos come with Stitcher Radio now. Yes, they do. Uh, so you can listen to the show there. Just search for us, and we'll come up and favorite the show. Yes, we're also on Google Plus, guys. Yeah, we're also on Google Plus. I'm Rodimus. Uh, first name, last name is Prime. I'll say that again. First name and last name. Um, and, of course, uh, don't forget... You can call the show, 704-557-0186. We take calls when we do our live feedback show on Saturday mornings. And you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Those are just great ways to get in touch with us and give us feedback. Uh, We appreciate the people that do that. We do. Um, And um, actually, if you go to the site right now, um, and this isn't actually on the copy, but it, it will help out the show tremendously. Uh, I put it on all our social media today. Uh, Shadow Dog Productions officially has a movie, and they're getting distribution for it now and all this stuff, you know. So, and we actually have lines in the movie, so we do. we're officially in a fucking movie. Um, so maybe you'll see us on IMDb or whatnot. But um, <clears throat> basically, they put a trailer out, and it's on YouTube. And we're just trying to get people to go check it out, click on the trailer. You know, if you want to like it, you know, it only takes a second if you have a YouTube account. Um, But, you know, I'm not saying you have to do that. But 
Uh, it'll be a tremendous help to the show, and it will only take a couple seconds to actually go and hit play on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the views uh, of that stuff like that, it makes them look better and more professional and show, show that they generated some interest in what they're doing. Um, so definitely go to theblackouttips.com and check out that post on the page and just click. Uh, you can actually play it from the page if you don't want to go to YouTube. Uh, really simple um, interface there. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else I had to say. Uh, oh, yeah, this show is sponsored. Yes, sir. In addition to me just saying that shit for free, <laughs> they pay for shit. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Halloween. That's right, Halloween. Uh, you can go to shadowdogproductions.com and starting from Halloween until Thursday, you get 10% off if you enter the coupon code Halloween. Um, Halloween? Yeah, Halloween. And Halloween is H O E L L E W E E N. It's Guess all one I'm word. Okay. All one word. Halloween. Um, it was you, and it was an offhanded joke that I said last week because I was saying that um, if you seen some of these outfits at the club that these girls be wearing on Halloween, mm-hmm. it might as well be Halloween now because it's like they keeping them those outfits from when they were six and it just never. Never readjust the size. He's like, I'm going out in this thong now. Yes. I'm like, girl, you ain't wore that since you was a size eight. You are 22 now. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, I mean, I ain't saying they all look bad. I'm just saying no, no, they no. don't be covering much. No. Um, but the discount applies to all audio plays. Um, so if you're waiting for a sale to get your, uh, get you some audio play listening in, mm-hmm. you can go do it now. Now is the time. Um, and some of the audio players are already as low as a dollar or a dollar twenty five or yes. something like that. Yes. And, and you people know, people have been checking them out. I think what's the Trojan Trojan Scooter, Scooter checked the one that we started in yes. uh, called, I believe it was uh, Drive Through. Drive Through. Yes. But we've been in several. We've been at Dion. We have our own page there. Yes. With our voice acting skills. Yes, doing it up big time, baby. As fellow thespians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, can I say something real quick, too, about Shadow Dog? Yeah, just, go ahead, man. You know, I, I support the show. I donate merchandise, retweet, all that stuff. And I just, for the fans who, who, who listen to the show, I do urge y'all to check out Shadow Dog because, you know, Shadow Dog, they, they provide and help out with blackout tips. And also, they work with Adjective J for the Negro Majority, another good podcast. And so, we support the sponsors so that way we can continue to get great shows. Yeah, yeah. definitely, man. They definitely are about getting that raw talent yeah. and, and finding talent. people with, yeah, finding people that actually have ability um, outside of just your main, you know, the, the normal. So, yes. you know, definitely support them. Exactly. Uh, for all your audio and video production needs, we have another sponsor. And uh, if you want to check out his work, you can go to our YouTube page, or you can just go to our uh, actual The Blackout Tips, and we have a video up there of when we uh, did a video to uh, to promote the podcast Blacking It Up. And if you want to see me in blackface, that's a fine way to find out yeah. when it's acceptable for me to be in blackface, because yeah. I did it for that, that fucking skit. So, um, you know, but the person who helped us with that was Silent X Media mm-hmm. um, Productions, uh, and they got you covered, man. If you need any type of audio or video production, they specialize in album recording and mixing, video editing, and graphic design and film design. God damn! I know he does it all, doesn't he? Yes. And uh, the other thing too, man, like 
I've, you know, I've seen his work. Obviously, he's worked with us. But more importantly, I've seen y'all niggas work. Yes. And it needs work. <laughs> yes, it does. It needs a little work. There's nothing wrong with going to a professional. If you're serious about, like, music and shit like that, yes. go to a professional. Get your shit engineered. Get your get your shit mixed right. It's worth every guy. I'll guarantee you, the and Dark Hater, you used to be in the music industry. Yes, I guarantee sir. you that is a huge turn off. You put something in, and right away you're like, this nigga didn't even bother to get his shit leveled right. Yes. Why would I go ahead and sign him to anything? Shit, I still get people sending me stuff like that now. <laughs> like my right. inbox is full of, of just closet recorded stuff. Right. It's like a chick approaching you in the club and her breath stank. Right. Like like she couldn't get past stage one. Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Right. You starting off with the stank breath? You starting off? That's the opening <laughs> line? And, and, so, I mean, if you're feeling any type of insecure about your shit, run it by uh, Mike at Silent X uh, Productions. Uh, you can get in contact with him on Twitter. He's at Silent X Media. And if I know as many of you niggas send me spam on Twitter for your whack-ass music. And me too. And knowing I'm not put like this, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't at me time I listen to some shit. you getting blocked. I'm just making that question clear. <laughs> I ain't going to find out. I ain't looking for you. And you're going to get blocked. So that so go send it to him because he won't block your shit. That's right. And he might can help you get your shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, through. it ain't that important to me. And you can also email him at silent.x.productions at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, I'll put this, of course, in the show notes. So, yeah, get your shit right, man. It's going into 2012. You know, the world's going to end. At least have some good music on your way out, man. Don't don't die whack, nigga. Yeah, if you care, put some money in your product. Yeah, if you can if you can afford it, man, then I'm sure that you know it's probably more reasonable than you think, you know. But give them at least find out, man. But get told no before you give up on your own shit. Cause I know I I will quickly delete a motherfucker's album to my my iTunes <laughs> in a heartbeat without a without a question. I'm like, I'll be mad at you for me downloading your shit. I will be mad at you, dog. Like, really, nigga, you didn't know your shit was whack when you came out the house. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, man. So, I got random thoughts, man. You know, definitely uh, all kinds of shit going on in the world, and I'm just randomly thinking about it. Um, the first thing is, uh, do you guys ever go to the dollar store? Yes. Amen. Alright, I went to the, me and Karen, we went to the Dollar Tree this morning. Yes, we did. Um, now, I think all dollar store products should have the name spelled wrong. <laughs> um, and, and I'm not saying because I'm not saying because people buy shit and they try to fool you you know like yes. we bought some straws this morning and we bought like 180 of them for a dollar 180 wow yes and the dollar store product is the only one where I'm shocked when it works right <laughs> so like you know if I'm sipping this straw and halfway through it like spontaneously combusts and turns on fire <laughs> Or, I won't be angry. Yeah, it sprays me in my face randomly. I'll just be like, okay, it was a dollar store uh, straw. Let me put another one in, right? Yes. But I was thinking, like, why don't they just name them scrawls? Yeah, <laughs> straws. Yeah. S C R A W S scrawls. Like, let me get let me get one of them scrawls. Like, cause people in the hood already talk like that anyway. You know what I'm saying? All my cousins and shit, we talk like that growing up. Let me get a scrawl, nigga, see you in the street. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I don't know how the 99-cent stores are there, but here, um, they have name-brand products. They actually have the name-brand product, but it's not 99 cents. It's like something 99, 2.99 or what have you. But right next to it, 
they'll have the knockoff where the bottle looks the same, same colors, and that's 99 cents. Oh! Now you got Jergens uh, lotion. Next to it, you'll have Joggins. Joggins. <laughs> and for the record, Joggins will have you ashier than you were before you got in the shower. Really? <laughs> Yes, that's that's what I'm talking about, man. Like if you like if they sell knives at the dollar store, they should be spelled with an N instead of a K N. Like they got bought some knives today. You like or knives like K N I F. Ah, yes, knives. Now let's do a let's do a Y instead of an I. Yeah, let's do a Y. You know, just because if I go down your house and and I'm, and I'm about to use some product, I would like to know what I'm putting on my skin or what I'm about to cut my steak with. That, you know, instead of you hiding it from me, I could just be like, oh, okay, you using dollar store knives. Nah, nigga, let me get one of your good knives for my steak. <laughs> I'm that. It's a uh, hundred pennies equal a dollar. We got a hundred eighty. Them, them things is half of a cent, a half of a quarter. Oh, right. right. <laughs> I just want to thank the little kids in China that made that so that we could have that here at the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, man, I'm convinced anyway that China is just using the dollar store to ship lead out of the fucking country. I guarantee that. Like, they put a sprinkle of lead in every fucking product we buy there. I guarantee that shit, man. You think they, man, they know how we do. Like, put some lead in them toys. All right. All right. Uh, and the thing is, speaking of toys, in Walmart, I saw a toy tow truck <laughs> like who, what kid's dream is that shit? <laughs> working hard for a little money well first of all if you buy your kid a toy tow truck <laughs> you are pretty much calling your kid an asshole nobody <laughs> nobody there's no cool tow truck driver nobody knows the cool tow truck driver like the tow truck nigga shows up when you park a little bit outside of the space or you're about 15 minutes over that that 30 minute deadline and all that shit like they don't have fun tow truck drivers that's nobody's dream yeah, like, you know you know you know what would be worse is a, a meter maid the toy meter maid <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly that shit is that shit is terrible man they have an attitude yeah, yeah. security guards with a pen that's all that <laughs> what gets me though is that like when they're towing your car and like you catch them right before they do it it's like hey hey i'm here i'm here i'm, I'm about to move the car hey man there's nothing i can do like the boss is watching yeah and yeah then, yeah I, I, i've been in that down. situation I've been in that very situation. They're like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Can't take it down. I'm like, you right here. I'm right here. Take it down. Press I'll the give button. I'm a cargo. Come on. Yeah. It's, yeah. Out of it's my a hand. hustle. It's a hustle. The worst thing is when you got to go down to the tow yard to get your car. You ever had that experience? Oh, yeah. We did one time, man, uh, oh. when the car broke down. That shit is, man, they got so many fake-ass rules and shit. Yeah. And, and first of all, you know you're an asshole at your job. If you have that plastic divider, that that that, that glass bulletproof screen between you and your customer, ah! but you ain't got no money back there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It ain't like the bank where, like, well, okay, a nigga might want to break in and yeah, take Rob. something. Yeah. Like, no, you just don't be that much of a dick that you piss people no, off when you're no like, bad. we need bulletproof shit between us. Yeah, and they'll come up here and fuck us up. Yeah, it's stopping them from choking you out. That's how messed up it is. Well, yeah. you, know, you know what? I, I can deal with everything. I can deal with everything except for that motherfucking orange sticker that they put on my window that I cannot get off for anything. I don't mind paying the money. I don't mind, you know, seeing what they stole. Just don't put that sticker on my car. Man. Yeah, and they, the other thing about it, too, is 
it's it's one of those jobs where motherfuckers just willingly carry a gun. Like, yes. like how many yes. jobs in the world are there where a nigga just willingly, like, I'm going to buy me a gun to go to work today. Like, it is a asshole job. Yes. Like, your kid is somewhere repoing his friend's shit right now <laughs> if he has a toy tow truck. It's, it's such an asshole job. They like the cops. They 24 hours a day. Seven days a week, they will come tow your shit on Christmas. They will, and then on top of that, they will actually tow your shit backwards, and then turn around once they get far enough in your house, do it the right way, just to get it out your yard. Yeah, they wait for parties and shit downtown, like mm, yes. Halloween. It's gonna be a good tow truck and nice and tight. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they have, I know downtown Charlotte, they have like certain blocks that are like right in front of where everybody's gonna be that they have hours it'll be like 7 a.m to like 11 p.m knowing everybody gonna be there three or four so i think me and roger had parked like a few blocks off them niggas were sitting there waiting with their clocks and at 11 o'clock me and roger seen them rolling that rolling down and just taking cars i was like oh these people gonna be angry yeah I always wondered too, like when they were younger, what were their dreams? It couldn't have been to be a tow truck driver. Same way with people work at the DMV. What did you want to be? Did you want to be a singer or a doctor? And all you could do is just tow the cars. Now that, that that's the people that are assholes, the people that work at the DMV. <laughs> oh they, yeah. They go, there ain't nothing you can do. You have to be there. <laughs> Yo, the D. That's why I don't understand why the post office can't get that shit together like the DMV because the DMV is like fuck you. We do what we want to do. And the post office is like, please, buy some stamps, please. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I did wrong. Just stay. Like, uh, well, see, well, see, they got competition. A DMV has a monopoly wherever they are. Oh, That's yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they, they, it's all them people in there with attitudes. You got to take a number. You got number 100. They on number five. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lotto, too, because it'll go to 99, and you're like, okay, 100. It's like, no, 102. It's like, what? Hey, but you hey, you want to hear some real talk? Back in the day, like when I was in my 20s, you could just go get as many of those numbers as you wanted to. And what the homeless people used to do is they used to go in there and get a bunch of numbers and then sell them later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people would come in late like, man, I got number 95, man. They on number 92. Like the homeless are changing the rules now. I was in the store, and the homeless people begging for money inside the store. I thought the the rule was, hey, you wait outside the store and harass me, let me walk by. Now they're inside. Hey, you know what's worse about that is when you're walking in the store and you see that motherfucker, you know you're gonna have to deal with him when you're coming out. (laughs) You like, okay, I know this nigga gonna hit me up as soon as I come out. (laughs) You hear, hey, buddy. Just keep <laughs> yeah, only in Obama's America. But I treat the same. I do uh, the Girl Scouts the same way. I, I do the Girl Scouts. I do the Red Cross. I do anybody to be out there ringing and dinging them bells. I would actually walk <laughs> around the other way because I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, you see, I give homeless people money. I do. If they, all they have to do is ask me and just not bother me, and if I have it, I'm going to give it to them. You know, change or a dollar or whatever. But the Girl Scouts. Well, actually, no. I, I like them 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 coconut cookies. Those are good. Uh, but like the dude, the dude out there ringing the bell for the Salvation Army, nah, I don't, I don't hook him up. 
Yeah. No. I get kind of lucky with that, though, because I'll be 22 in December, but I suppose that I look 16 when I'm walking through, so a lot of times they'll ignore me like I don't have any money, but, <laughs> hey, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think as young black men, you, you got an advantage anyway. All you got to do is look extra hood, and they ain't going to fuck with you. You just walk in there with an extra bit of swag, they be like, okay, shit, this nigga might take the damn jar. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's your bell. You just gotta put the hoodie up. You feel like I wear a jacket with a hoodie at all times, and then just sometimes put it up. Like, what up, son? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I'm sorry, keep going, Karen. Oh no problem. And sometimes I think Roger scares people when he put his hoodie up. Because sometimes I will be out with him, and the white women just just look at him, and they look like they want to run when they see him. Man, we went shit. The brother when we went to the fucking uh, grocery store one time. Uh, I was I was like on my phone or something, like tweeting or something while they were checking us out. And uh, the guy was like, uh, "Do you have a a big card or very you know the very important customer card or whatever?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got it right here, man. Here you go." And he's like, "Uh, okay, thank you, sir." I was like, "No problem, you know, thank you." And he's like, "You know, I I thought you, I, you know, I don't mean anything about this, but I thought you was gonna be scary, but you're really nice." <laughs> oh wow. I was like, I can't believe you just said that. I don't know why stupid people feel like they should say shit like that out loud, but this is like one of those moments of like, oh yeah, that is right. I'm a big ass black dude. I guess shit could have gone the other way, but I mean, what, you know, why assume the worst? And yeah, I could try the hoodie though, but it'd just be like Drake trying to talk about he has guns. Like, I just, I wouldn't be believable. I try so hard, but I'm Brian Gumble, so it's, it's not <laughs> Well, you can't pull your titty out for a breast cancer awareness month, so you know, I don't know if you can get your gangster back after that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that avatar on Twitter. I was like, what is this nigga saying? Oh, shout out Miss Holiday. I love every time she replies to me and I get to see them. Chest balls, whatever they call them. Titty balls. Titty balls. There we go. Titty balls. <laughs> um, yo, speaking of money, though, man, um, you know what I'm thinking about buying and if I can find one? I want a money checking pen. You know, recently we had that news article where the guy, uh, had, he worked at McDonald's. Somebody tried to pay him with a 50 these two hood rats did. He, uh, wiped, he swiped their money with a, you know, you had to, to verify if the money was authentic. And once he did that, they jumped over the counter and tried to fight him and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course, everything about that situation is fucked up. He was, uh, he had just got out of prison on a manslaughter charge. He ended up beating him up. Um, and I was like, you know, it's a tragic situation all the way around because he's probably gonna go back to prison. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Whether he's right or wrong, he's going back to prison probably because, you know, they don't play that shit. And then yeah, he gave he like fractured one of their skulls and shit, and the other one got off kind of light, but you know, just a fucked up hood rat situation. Yeah. yeah. And all fueled by this fucking checking the money. That don't bother me. I, I'm I'm fine with. It's never bothered me either. It's never bothered me at all. But but on the low, it does bother me. Oh, <laughs> and it does bother everybody on the low, man. Like it's a little bit, like it's a little bit of you that's like, nigga, my fifty ain't good. You think my fifty is fucked up? <laughs> Why my fifty? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start. Did you check everybody's fifty? Was it just my oh, fifty you had to check? Like, what? How do I even know the shit you giving me is real? That's true, now. Yeah, you know what? That's right. That's right. That's a good thing. But you know what? I'd be pissed off if they they check my ones. So so like I, I want one of those money checking pens. I want one. I don't know where you buy them, 
uh, I never really looked closely at them to see like what who's making them and shit. If it's made by Sharpie, I don't know. But um, yeah, we uh, my dad used to own a restaurant. I used to work there, and we had one of those. And to this day, I never. I just thought the pen came out the sky. Like it's just, I don't know where it came from. It's black. It has no labels, nothing on it. It's like we don't even know if they work. To be honest, know. you know, they, it's not like they send you a fake fifty. Like they don't send you a fake fifty with the with the real fifty to be like, see, you see why you need this shit. So like, I, like I'm just wondering if maybe it's just a highlight. <laughs> it turns color on the paper, right? So I'm thinking, uh, was well, that doesn't even work? Just they fuck with you. They look at you while they checking your shit. Like, hmm, you look a little anxious. Uh, this fifty might, ain't good. Some people might do that. But well, well, hey, well, Ty, what does the pen do if it's fake? What does it do differently? Well, um, if the the um, if the bill is real, it'll turn it's gold, and I believe if it's fake, I think it's black or it's a, it's a different color ink. But the real shit, one, just get a sharpie, just get a sharpie, and then start marking shit. Like, look, your shit ain't real, nigga. Give me, give me some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Ty, have you ever caught somebody with a fake one? No, I haven't. See, that's what I'm thinking. Is nobody's like we don't these. This is a hustle. They just selling y'all niggas highlighters and being like, yo, it'll, it'll turn black if it's fake. But and they are counterfeiters after. They're far a few, but they are counterfeiters. Well, nobody's yeah. catching them. They just putting out fake shit to make you feel like the money is real. That's true. It's and like I- Wall Street with the with the electronic number money. It's the, except it's ah! real money. It's just like, hey, it could be fake. It could be real. What is, as long as it's real to you. Yeah. And if I'm sure if y'all oh, real, real. The- Huh? No, I'm sorry, Ty. Go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, I'm sure if y'all go to some like the hood gas stations, y'all will see like the fake money posters up on the wall. I'm like, you can tell that's fake or whatever, but if yours is good enough, it's real. It looks like real money, like all the way. Eh, you get away with this one. Right. <laughs> Open up. It's like oh, I, I, already paid for the gas, right? Go ahead, Dark Hater. And I was gonna say, uh, my my homegirl and my co-host is right here, uh, Chris Starr, and she said that it turns brown if it's fake. Yeah, if it's fake, it turns brown. She's Puerto Rican, so she would know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that was a joke. Controversy. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing too, like I want to be able to authenticate the change that I'm giving back at the store, and I would like to, you know, what like they check my fifty, you know, they give me like a twenty back in change, and I go, hold, hold, hold up, don't close that drawer. I got to check this shit. Give them a look. <laughs> yeah, guys, I was like, okay, okay. You're good. And then they like, sir, that's a highlighter. Hey, don't question my method. <laughs> I didn't say shit to you. You was checking my shit. Like, the highlighter pen is the new biting into a gold doubloon in the Wild West. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the new. It's that a really new. lost tooth. Yeah. If it's real, my tooth I hurt. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. That shit. Well, well, how about when they give you money back? You check their money. Let me see if your shit. Yeah, that's what I'm go. saying. Exactly. They give me my money back, my change. I check the change. Oh, Nobody shit, let's, well, let's get real petty and let's start checking coins. Like, niggas ain't no real penny. Nigga. Yeah, no let me wet this shit, nigga. Hold on, let me get my scale. Let me see what it bounces. <laughs> I'm gonna abolish this fucking checking of change. It would have stopped that whole ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, like the worst part about that ass whooping, because I, you know, most people they think it's the, the way they beat them women or how hood rat them chicks were, were. I think the worst part about that ass whooping is. It's over McDonald's money. It's like it's yeah, not even so pretty. Like if you gave me a Monopoly money and fucking McDonald's, fuck McDonald's, man. Take take the burger. I don't give a fuck. Hey, you want cheese with that? Like, yeah, hey, all these motherfuckers hey. in the hospital in jail for McDonald's to get rich. Do you know what bothered me the most about that video? What was that? 
not the beaten, not the hood rats, but the fat white woman who was screaming. I was like, shit, somebody hit her motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off her. <laughs> she was pissing me off. I'm like, man, throw the camera at her or something. <laughs> they, 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 ran, they jumped back there to receive that ass whooping. They got what they went over there for. Yes, they did. Just, uh, just run. Just leave. You ain't got to be doing all that narrational screaming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I was also thinking about um, this, this, this shit. Uh, at my job the other day, this uh, guy had his birthday party. I think it was his 40th birthday. And, you know, congratulations, man. Uh, people always talk shit about old people. But uh, isn't everybody's goal to be an old motherfucker? Uh, I clear. And, like, 40 ain't even that old. Like, I'm just like, like, the older I get, the more I be like, that shit ain't even that old. No. Like, you see, like, so-and-so died at 55. You're like, God damn, that's soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like when you about when you like ten and shit, you like that makes sense. Jim Brown should be you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking thirty. You like what happened? What went wrong? What was <laughs> so so like the birthday parties at work, man. And I, I see this every once in a while, and the guy seemed to be a good spirit about it. But it was one of those like black ticker tape, uh, black balloons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then of course they had like the writing with like uh, it would have like a uh, gravestone. Um, and the writing would say something like, the old fart. The old fart. Like, he had a button on it that said, old fart. Or, you know, over the hill. Uh, <laughs> depths around the corner and shit like that. <laughs> and it seemed like overkill to me. Like, yeah. I don't, like, and, and, and he seemed up for it. You know, I'm not trying to say that he wasn't happy, but, like, if you did that shit on my birthday, man, I'll be sad. <laughs> oh, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed. Like, I don't do birthday parties, but if I had birthday parties, my rule would be you gotta bring fucking SpongeBob SquarePants, period. That's all I SpongeBob. We're gonna have a happy ass time. Right. And, and like what and like the thing is like it, he was putting on a good front, but I was secretly thinking like what if he was sad? Like what if yes, he was depressed? Yes. And like what if we show up tomorrow at work and he's killed himself? Well wouldn't everybody <laughs> feel like assholes for making that and my thing is that who thinks it's funny to come dressing all black like it's a fucking funeral to a birthday party? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't get that sense of humor, man. I guess it's a different type man, of man, sense of humor for me. Man, man, I'm pretty yeah, forced. Maybe just me. I'm happy. Every every time I'm like, I made it another year. Yes. Right. And you know the most fucked up part about that whole situation? And, uh, you know, go ahead and play the controversy music. Controversy? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way in hell you could do that to a woman, dog. No way in hell. There's no fucking way. No way. Come to work and put black balloons on your bosses. I don't care if that woman is 99 years old, dog. You cannot be joking about her being old and dying. Man, please. I lie to women all the time. All the time, dog. If I've ever got within 10 years of your birthday and you a woman, you should feel insulted because I am lying like a motherfucker, dog. Like my, I remember one time, and, and first of all, my boss at work, very beautiful woman, keeps stuff up, and she does look younger than her age. But the other day, she was like, uh, "How old do you think I am?" And I was like, well, "I don't know, thirty. Right, they know you got a lie. Like, why ask that question? Who goes for accuracy there? <laughs> like uh, the nigga that played with a torture draw growing up. That's the nigga that goes for accuracy. Guessing a woman's age, nigga. I'm wrong every time. And, and luckily, nobody. Luckily, no woman that's like 16 has ever asked me 
How old do I think she is? Because I would be like an embryo. What? Are you, I don't know. <laughs> are you born? <laughs> nine months. Nine months. Am I close? <laughs> that shit, man. I never. I don't understand that for women. That's the only time it's stuff to lie to them, and they know it. Yeah, yeah, shit like that would get you stabbed. That's why I'm like, no, that's I don't consider that funny at all. Nah, I would lie like a motherfucker, dog. I don't know. You dudes that don't, God bless you. You got more heart than me. Your boy is lying. Yeah, you don't touch age or weight. Just stay yeah. away from it. And never, wow. a, and never ask her how many months she is, just in case you're wrong. Yes, yes, she yes. She ain't even praying. That's right. If I said sometimes that's not either. Do I will pull the. Uh, is this your sister move every time when I'm my ah every time it be the 80th time damn is this your is this your sister oh it's your mama again yeah I just say you look young enough to date me yeah she, she could be in a walker that is your sister maybe she had polio I don't know but I'm not about to fucking be that dude that I fucked up one time in my life and asked a woman uh, how many months was she and that was when I was like uh, 15 and I realized that shit is not cool and I'm never gonna fuck up again dog period y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn the hard way um yo you know what else seems fake to me and uh this is also for the fellas but if you guys have ever played any type of sports uh recreational like I don't know maybe play golf uh, basketball. I, I'll ask you guys, uh, Darkady, have you ever played any sports recreationally? Oh, of course. Uh, basketball, football. I never played golf. But actually, take that back. I did go hit some golf balls uh, on the green. But um, yeah, yeah, I played a few things. And uh, what about you, Top? Yeah, football, basketball. I mean, I suck, but you know, I, I don't like. I like to have fun and go out there and try and play. Okay. Yeah. So, it, and, and Darkhead, I know you've actually written some, you know, skits and comedy shorts and. All kinds, like you have a writing background when it comes to entertainment. Uh-huh. Um, yo, man, why the fuck? And there must be white people doing this, but why the fuck do they keep writing these like two guys having a great moment of communication and a good conversation whenever they're playing recreational sports? Like that shit never happens. It has <laughs> never, ever, ever happened in life. Ever, 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 ever. Like you yeah. playing? It's always some deep, important shit. Like. You know, oh, oh, you hit a good three, and let me take the ball out of you. Check up, check up. No, you check up. You know what they do? They yeah. throw the ball at each other, and then, it's, and then by the end, it's like, you know, I'm father, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that has never fucking happened. There's nobody like if you need to tell your boy something important, you have never said to yourself, well, let me schedule some basketball, and then I'll, I'll tell this nigga I cheated on this, I cheated with his wife. <laughs> you, you know something? Uh, uh, that's that's actually an American story writing thing. Uh, you, you rarely see that in like foreign films or foreign screenplays. That's an American thing because I, you know, American writers know well, they don't they don't have to, but they usually do dumb it down. If they need the audience to connect with something, that's what they'll use. So if they need it, you know, like a, a woman who doesn't watch football, but they really need this woman to like football for this particular film, that that's when they do shit like that. It's 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 like when you you watch the movies where they're in a nightclub and they're yeah. standing far away from each other, but they can hear each other. And oh, I hate that shit. Too. Yeah, like Breaking. You guys remember the movie Breaking? Yeah. Yes. When when they was about to battle with okay. the other crew, I said, "How are them people way back there hearing what's going on right now with Ice T rocking the stage?" <laughs> Ice T get down. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst too. When they're in the club and they're not even yelling. Yeah, like, it's just like, "Hey man, meet me out back. No problem. See you in a sec." You like what? <laughs> but no, no. What gets me is the people way in the background are like, "Woo hoo hoo hoo!" 
I'm like, nah, how the fuck do you get that? <laughs> like, <real stuff. laughs> like, if anything, the club will make you fight somebody because you can't hear them. Yeah, like, you gotta get all up in their face. <laughs> fuck down and spit you or something. <laughs> the, the casual whispers that you see going on in the back, like they can hear as well. Like, no, you're not whispering, you're yelling. Yes, man, I hate the fucking club yes. because of that, man. Yes. I, I'm a good conversationalist. I'm not a good yeller. No, yes. you know, hey, you know what's the worst? This is for dudes. This is for dudes. When you're in the club. And you're paying attention to something. One of your boys comes up from the side, and you don't see him till until he starts talking to you. And you turn to him too quick, so then your nose is touched. And then <laughs> you guys are move, going, moving your head back and forth, trying to figure out which ear to talk into. That that <laughs> little moment right there. <laughs> Terrible. I just had that, I've had the awkward moment with the bro hugs where you lean into the same way and it's almost like a kiss, but as you stop it just in time, but it's weird. So yeah, yeah. And the thing is in the club, like yo, because I went one time, it was my boy's birthday, and he's like, and you know, I hate the club, I hate it. He just don't like, I hate when motherfuckers don't believe me when I tell you, like, I don't fuck with this. No. Yes, man, just come on, just one time, like, but I, I really won't have a good time, and I don't want us to have to, you know, have problems. No, man, you'll have a good time because I'm gonna be. There. Like nigga, you will not. You gonna be up on bitches. You gonna be dancing. You gonna be trying to, you know, holler at people. Like you know, just do your thing in the club. Let me chill because I'm not that dude. No man, come on. Hey, you go up there. I went up there, man. This motherfucker got there, talked to me for about 20 seconds, and then was all over the club. I'm just chilling by myself, like oh, just <laughs> just posted up. Say what? Right. <laughs> yeah, of course I left early. Of course. But, I mean, but I think that was my, it was still a waste of a night. But um. Like, the thing I didn't like, though, is, like, you know, later on, I guess he felt, he seen it in my face, like, yo, I'm about to leave. And now, of course, I'm here, so I got to do the awkward, like, let me go tell this nigga I'm about to leave. He better me. He didn't realize I was there when I went there. And why does that make you the bad guy? Because I know you have to do that, look at, you feel like the bad guy when you want to leave because you're not having fun. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly how it went down. Like, I was the bad guy. So I come over to him, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, like, two inches from his ear because he couldn't hear me. And I'm like, Pat! I'm leaving. And the thing is, man, like, he had to, to reply, he had to yell back in my ear. So now it's this nigga's, like, hot, warm breath on my ear. Ah! And they put my neck in the middle of a fucking club. Like, nothing cool about this shit. There's nothing cool about this shit, man. The club is so whack for that. But, yeah, I don't I don't know why writers keep using those two type of, the, the club and playing sports and like, because none of this shit happens when you're playing sports. You don't, like, tackle somebody and then get up and be like, I forgive you for that time. <laughs> like, what? This is what? You're playing a game. What is we talking about? It's first and ten. What the hell is we well, talking about? Well, what about that looking to the crowd and they always find a person they're looking for and they have the time to still stare their gaze? <laughs> that shit never happens, dog. That never yeah. happens. And, and me and Roderick had went to this uh, place and they supposedly sell sushi. Uh, but we went in this place. It was like the fucking club. Me and Roger sat there, and it was like a hundred thousand dollars worth of fake breasts around us. And all I heard yeah. was doof, doof, doof. I mean, I was like right in front of Roger. I'm like, baby, he say hi. What? And we're like literally sitting in front of each other. And yeah. I, two feet, less than two feet. I couldn't hear him. I was like, okay, you know what? I think it's time to do. Whack ass techno music in the background and shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it either. But yeah, that, that's, that's why you're eating cake. Your food can't digest that shit. Doof, doof, doof. Yeah, but specifically that whole like fighting or sports analogy conversation shit, it's gotta stop. It's stupid. Cause I, even when you get in a fight, like a real fight doesn't happen 
like that where you fight each other and between blows you're like well you have to think about it your daughter is the one who started that <laughs> oh she don't say that punch you know like that's how it goes man i've yeah. never seen that shit ever oh shit yeah. oh. all right so um i was thinking about this man also there's if, if, if i guess if you have a daughter uh i think dark Hater, you have a daughter right i have two two okay yeah. so you know how there's like children's books that are supposed to help you through certain shit in life like i know there's uh i don't know the name of it but i remember growing up there was supposed to be supposedly this famous book about helping your daughter deal with her first period yeah <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a flower and all this beautiful Some parents shit. are petrified, especially uh, men, because they just don't know how to handle that stuff. Right, and I think, you know, I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, that is a good vehicle to have a conversation mm-hmm. about some serious shit that your kid has to deal with. Because it's some mind-blowing shit. You wake up, there's blood in your underwear. It's like, come on. That's, that's a crazy-ass, if you've never thought about it before, that's a crazy-ass concept. And then not only that, uh, I guess from a female perspective, what's even worse is if you don't talk to her about it at all. Right. And me and some of my friends, as we got, you know, teenager age, we begin to talk about it. I had some girlfriends that thought they were dying. I had some girlfriends that thought they were <laughs> Because nobody talked to them about it. And you, just, and, 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 and you know, as a child, as a young child, you're taught whenever you get cut, you put a band-aid across it. I mean, this is how your, your brain wow. is covering. Wow. <laughs> band-aid up on the pussy. That's crazy. I mean, so you, as you get older, <laughs> if nobody told you, hey, this is going to be some shit you can't stop. Right. And it don't turn off. It goes off on its own. If that shit not explained to you, and it's like run like a water faucet in your mind, you're like, oh shit, how do I stop it? Right. Okay. I mean, you know, so very traumatizing little girls if you don't have this conversation before it happens. Yeah, and I, I think people kind of bypass that. Just assume she'll be all right. No, hell no, she won't. Now, Dark Hater, do you have a son also? Or no? Yes. Yeah, one boy. All right, so I was thinking as men, the fellas here, you know, just us. Nobody's listening. Uh -uh. Why aren't there any children's books on wet dreams? (laughs) I mean, come on, man. There should be. (laughs) Like, that shit is real, man. Like, we're so far removed from it now. We're just like, oh, it worked itself out. But if you think about it, that moment where you wake up with, like, semen in your underwear, that is a new fucking world-changing experience. (laughs) And I would love to have some type of shit to read about it in a nice, polite, kind way with cartoons and illustrations that make it seem like it's not that fucking bad. And, 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 mm. I, 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 I think our society in general puts so much emphasis on the girls and their reproductive system and their bodies because they're going to hold in the babies per se that they just kind of go, fuck you, fellas, you'll be all right. But just like it's traumatizing for a girl, it has to be traumatizing for guys, too. No. Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, for people, you need, like, a rocket scientist manual to know how your body works. Yeah. Here's one picture will do, and that's it. He's done it. I mean, this is something that's never happened to you before. Well, no, you know what? I'm going to keep moving. I don't understand. I'm going to tell you like this. Um... They are so lucky that the internet did not exist when I was going through my puberty phase, cause like these boys, they they got all the help they need right right there on online. Yeah, that's true. That's good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was shocking to me because I had a wet dream and it was like a sexual dream about the ugliest of my mom's friends, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" Like, you know, I was not even on a good day. I have never had a wet dream. 
I grew up having to, you know, do research on the Hey, Ty, hey, Ty, you kind of breaking up. I'm going I'm to disconnect you and call you right back. Okay. Alright. Sorry about that. Folks out there listening in Internet Radio Led? No, and, and, I, and I guess my thing about it, Haterazzi, is that, and I guess I'm speaking from a female perspective, that's why my thought process is, you know, different. Well, Dark Hater can't relate. He never had none. I mean, he was, oh, he was already getting pussy or jacking off before me. <laughs> I, I was on the late bus, I guess. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I'm assuming that that's all the book would be. It's like, jack off or get some pussy, nigga. Stop. Stop that many your problems. But I mean, but still, a book would be nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's why I, I see. I think boys, I, I think we discover it. Because I, I think every dude discovered jacking off pretty much the same way. He was like, wait, hold on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. What, what would happen if I keep doing it? Yeah, if I keep washing, the soap is all lathered up. <laughs> like, yeah, it just comes that day where you're like, shit, I bet dad don't know about this. <laughs> like, that's what I always do. Like, that's why, you know, people say that men are more explorative and more scientific and about the process of finding shit out. And sometimes women just let shit be. I think that's why. It's all that one moment where you figured out how to jack off on your own. And that's the moment where you was like, you know what? I need to, this is the kind of beauty that can come from trying to explore shit and figure it out. I need to do this all the time. So I'm going to figure out how to put this door hinge back together <laughs> yeah you gotta change my oil yeah. myself you know? yeah you know what can, what can you what can you mess up as a guy it's, it's a lot easier for guys than this you know yeah I, i've met women uh well on their way to the 30s who will testify that they've never experienced an orgasm you know and and that's unfathomable to a dude we're like what no i've never done it because it, it comes naturally in fact, well, most of the time, for the process, when y'all do that, it's the end of the process. Like, sex stops. Right. You know, for women, it's a whole different story. Yeah, uh, I mean, for some women, but, yeah, definitely one thing. I mean, obviously, each vagina is like a snowflake. Uh-huh. You know, I'm respecting y'all ladies. I understand. I'm not saying there's one way for each woman. No, some but, women um, require more than others. You know, the other thing, too, though, is if a man found out that he couldn't orgasm, that shit will become the quest of all. That shit will be like Indiana Jones oh. to find a way to, to bust that nut. I'm sorry. It, that is the kind of like scientists from Walking Dead at the CDC trying to find a cure. <laughs> no. no, for me, it would be like that 40th birthday where everyone called me old and I killed myself the next day. <laughs> but you, hey, you would give it a good 40 years before you gave up. Though. You got to find a way. That's the hope of yeah, life. You would wait till the lights know. went out. Like seriously, man, you would be like, like you would be like they would name the cure after you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would be like this shit was invented by the. Oh, he's the only one that's ever had this problem, but he invented the shit to cure it. Because no one should have to go through this again. And, and and if it takes me 40 years to find a cure, it means I'll be 80 by the time I find it. So I ain't gonna be worth shit anyway. <laughs> like, I guarantee the dude that invented Viagra was like, I'm not giving up on pussy yet. <laughs> like, that's all it took was that one dude to be like, I'm 50 and too early. I'm figuring it out. I got to get some pills up in this bitch. And you know, I, I think also, with y'all joking about that, I think also a lot of the issues that women deal with, if, I think if a lot of men had to deal with these same issues, a lot of our laws would be like, they was like, nah, fuck that nigga. We ain't dealing with that shit. Yeah, because yeah, uh, if, if if men could do what women do, abortion would be the law. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be in the book. Uh, uh, 
Now, on Dark Hater's show uh, last week, I heard him talking about a Tupac documentary, mm-hmm. which yeah. brought a random thought of my own, which was like, I would like to see a Martin Luther King docu- uh, like actual, uh, I'm sorry, not documentary, biopic, or biopic. Um, and I was thinking like, okay, i like to see, you know, uh, a Martin Luther King one, and the only person I could think of right now that could do it, and do it justice, can't do the fucking movie because he's fucked up in real life, and that's Mel Gibson. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, and as ironic as it is, I would watch that shit. Oh, you like, mean directing? Yeah, directing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, not playing Mel. No, Mel Gibson has MLK. <laughs> 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 we can do it like Tropic Thunder, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be classic. burned down. Hey, now who would you get to play him, though? If you had your pick, who would play MLK? Yeah, see, that's the that's what I can't. I don't know. Honestly. Either. Like, I, and that's the thing. Like, for even with the Tupac thing, I was like, I started trying to put the movie together in my head. And, you know, maybe I hold that person in too high of esteem or whatever. But I'm like, I can't think of a guy who I think can do the job to a point where I would walk away like I was satisfied with his portrayal of him. But in all fairness, I felt the same way about Malcolm X. Even when when they said Denzel, and I know I wasn't alone. There was a lot of people like, Denzel, you know, the nigga from Ricochet. <laughs> but but he he really bought into the role and, and made it his own and um really he ate that shit up man I was, yeah. I still wish he would have got that Oscar for that role instead of Training Day. Amen, um, amen. Real, I got somebody that can play MLK. Who would you get? Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Jackson looked just like MLK. Don't front. And all my big aunts would be there. So what? Got that. <laughs> you got them tickets, so. Guaranteed. Oh, Freddie, That'd be a hell of a jump start for, uh, you know, resurfacing of his career. Yes, that is good. Freddie, ML. But, um, you know, but, but, you know, the same thing. So I was thinking, like, um, you know, we're going to have these black historical movement, uh, movies. There's this all. There's always the one albatross in the room, which is, will the white audience watch the shit? And that's always, you know, people don't want to talk about it, but money wise, that is a big like you. You know, they don't want to see Rosewood. You know, <laughs> well, there's no redeemable whiteness in that shit. It's just white people is evil. The end. You know. Well, there's so, a solution for that. There's a well, solution for. Well, you say the solution would be, sir. Well, it's the same way they marketed um, Precious, right? Now, um, Oprah and Tyler Perry didn't have shit to do with that book or that movie. But they were sure to receive that paycheck to put their names on it. So the audience, because, first of all, it was a, the movie was just full of stereotypes. You, you, heard, you heard all the complaints about that movie. And it was something we really just didn't need, you know, uh, to see right now. But uh, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It was uh, Monique, she, she, she did an excellent job. But anyway... Um, yeah, now for for the record, people out there listening, I do hate the movie, but get, but c- continue on though. I'm not because I, I know that's gonna come I, up I, later. I've seen it because later on they're gonna be like, well, Dark Hater was saying that it wasn't that bad and that Monique did a good job, and Rod, you ain't say shit. So look, I'm not trying to start an argument. I'm just telling y'all, I still hate the movie, and yeah. we, I, but I want to continue on with the show. No, I um, agree. I agree. I did not like the film, uh, but Monique did do a good job as a hood rat mama. 
Yeah, she uh, went, I would still believe she was that hood. That yeah. I, I can't take that away from her. I'm sorry. Oh, I want to uh, give my condolences to that bucket of chicken that uh, Precious ran with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but wait, wait, hey, when they marketed that film, they were sure to put Oprah and Tyler Perry present. It's like they didn't have shit to do with that book or that movie. They just needed that stamp of approval because now you got Tyler Perry's people, you got Oprah's people, which crosses over into the greater, you know, uh, Midwest white America, which validated it. See, so that, that that's how you would have to do that. Like, uh, if you if you wanted to get it to cross over, you just got to pay somebody to put their stamp of approval on it. Now, I, I, okay, definitely I agree with that. We've seen that happen before. So I definitely believe that could happen again. Now, my theory, the way that I would have handled it, is um, I would. I think the best advertising you can have for one of those black historical dramas uh, based on black men, you know, like they have one, a new movie called Red Tails about black men in like uh, World War II that had like a flying... Was it uh, Tuskegee Airmen? Uh, yeah, yeah. George Lucas, yeah. George, and George Lucas is doing it, so you know that shit should be... It should have some money behind it. Okay. Oh, yes. Like if it, say what you want to about George Lucas, motherfucker can do some special effects and and some action. Okay. Now you yeah. might not think you know he can't make Christian hating Christians to act. Okay. No one can do that. <laughs> but that motherfucker did do the hell out of them action scenes, man. Dark Maul still one of the G's among G's in my book. Um. So I think the best advertisement for it would be something that promoted the white people. Um, and don't even like if you're show, showing the ads, you don't even need to show the film clips. Mm-hmm. Or you don't even need to show red tails. Uh, what you do is you just show like a white man walking down the street, and then like these brothers come up to him in hoodies, and, and then they like had their hands in their jacket, and they be like, "Run your shit, dog! Run your shit!" And they put their guns in his face and shit. And you're like, "Oh damn, what the fuck is this advertising about?" And then. They, they like reach in his pocket, they take out his wallet, and they open up his wallet, and they see a movie ticket, a used movie ticket for Red Tails, and then they let that nigga go. Oh, oh you one of the cool ones. I think white people will go see that shit then. They'd be like, oh, this is a, a free pass. Now, obviously, soon it would get out that niggas are still robbing them anyway, but for like a week and a half, man, that shit would be blitz. Or uh, star Sandra Bullock. In the movie, oh, there you the go. Of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> a- a- have her save somebody black. <laughs> Every movie, out man, when they show uh, a complete side tangent, but that's my one complaint about American Gangster. I love that movie, but man, that white man don't even need to be in the fucking movie. What is the purpose of Russell Crowe? <laughs> oh man, I know, right? I, God, it's the same way. Damn, white America, let us breathe. <laughs> Shit. But, you know, hey, that's a good example of what, what I was just saying. Got to have that crossover appeal because without him, it would have been a black film. It would have yep. been deemed as such. How come crossover never crossed over to us? Shout out to Five Heartbeats. <laughs> hey, the movie, it could be uh, Eminem Presents MLK. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, has anyone ever died during a CPR class? Because it's so, shouldn't everybody fail? I was taking my CPR class last week and I was like what if somebody got a heart attack right now and that motherfucker just died in the middle of class I think every because you know the class is pretty easy it's a fresher course teaching us the basics um, and I don't know how I feel about some of the films they showed as examples of people getting hurt because everybody was laughing and you know I don't want the motherfucker 
saving my life to have been laughing during the snake venom statement. <laughs> Said I, <laughs> I got bit by a copperhead. Oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> I seen this. <laughs> you know, that shit ain't funny, man. But no, that's not. That should be an instant fail. Also, a CPR trainer has a morbid-ass job, if you think about it, man. Like, basically, it's about saving lives, but constantly they're seeing these injuries and these films on injuries and, like, you know, these traumatic life events. Um, and the lady was just so desensitized to it. Like, she had seen it so many times that she was like, oh, this one coming up is funny. <laughs> Dead serious. Dead She stopped. Oh, 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 poison. Here we go. You know, like, like, shit, you don't give a fuck. And then she, then when she, at the end, when she started packing up, I realized what it was. Every day she packs up torsos and heads (laughs) for a living. That's a morbid ass job, man. (laughs) Surrounded by death, man. I'm surprised somebody hadn't done a movie about it. Like, Uh it's no wonder. And surrounded by people that somebody's gonna die because they were too busy laughing through the insect bite section. Yeah, it's cynical as shit, man. It's a cynical professional thing. But, um, anyway, uh, that was my random thoughts. Now we got articles. Oh, uh, real quick, I just wanted to say something about Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, well, you know, you're the thought leader, and uh, you put the thoughts in my head to watch Walking Dead. And I love Walking Dead. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good show? Yes, it is. A, yeah. yeah, it's great. But it's a zombie, I just want to say that. It's a zombie show, but it's uh, it's pretty good. It's on Netflix streaming for you guys that want to catch up. And uh, I don't know if it's on the, uh, you know, your cable. You check your cable to see if it's on your um, on demand and whatnot. But uh, I enjoyed the show tremendously, um, partially because I've been reading the graphic novels. Me too. So, and the graphic novels are completely different from the show. Yes, they are. For those of you who are like, well, I don't want to ruin the story. Well, they have different characters, different people die, stuff like that. So, um... But yeah, I have been enjoying it. Um, go, go ahead, Ty Dobbin. I'm sorry. Well, no, I just want to say I'm happy Eddie Winslow found work. Um, there. <laughs> <laughs> it is good for him, you know. Does he, play, hey, a, he was broke. does he play a cop or a security guard? <laughs> <laughs> you know, technically, technically, we don't know what they were doing before the zombie apocalypse, so he could have been one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that shit might come out later in the season. You'd be like, when I was a security guard. Like, mm-hmm, that makes sense. And, uh... He finally got a role that wasn't on BET. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to that, nigga. Yeah. But, um... You know, I, I love kids in real life. They're cool. But I'm like... Uh, you know, I don't know how y'all felt when y'all saw... What was it? In episode two of season two? When the kids... Like, one got lost and one got shot. Like, I got so happy that they were like... They slowed the people down. Like, <laughs> first of all, that's cold blooded as hell. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I agree, man. In the zombie apocalypse, it's yeah. all for self. Yes, I'm sorry. I got like, and you know, and maybe I'm heartless because I'd have been like, we'd have did a day, maybe two. After that, I'd be like, bitch, um, I'm sorry about your little girl, but we're gonna leave her ass. I yeah, I would leave her some water. Yeah, and a blanket and be and like, hey, tickets. you can stay out here as long as you need. Yes. But the crew is moving. Yeah. on. Hope you make it. Stay moving. That, 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 that's one of those situations you have to be in it to really understand what Ty is saying. I watched this movie, not 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 to get off course, but I watched the okay. movie about the Holocaust. And it all, all the Jewish people was underground escaping, right? And, they, and the, 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 the Nazis was hunting for them. They was almost on their way out and then old girl baby started crying. So they had to make a decision. 
I ain't gonna tell y'all what they did, and I can't remember what movie it was, but if you ever see it and you come to that part, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. So until you're in that situation, you you don't understand. I agree with that, but you know, I like to have my plans ahead of time. Yeah. So I like to, you know, I would just have a talk, like right away, like, hey man, you got kids, you motherfuckers get lost, dog, it's on you. Yeah. And it's on you, you know, I, I can live with my conscience. Because I'm going to be alive as long as possible in zombie land, dog. Exactly. And the last thing I want to say real quick, the old guy with the eyebrows, yo, Drake is jealous of them eyebrows, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> damn. They are about Dale. Dale got some thick-ass eyebrows, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm enjoying that series. And, of course, all zombie movies are about the same thing. And this is a zombie TV series, so, you know, still the same thing. But I like, I like that it slowed down because... The entire point of every zombie horror flick you've ever watched is humanity is the enemy and it's how people turn on each other and how people treat each other. You know, and it's, and honestly, you're always a little surprised when someone does something really nice for somebody else. You're always a little bit like, damn, you saved that nigga's life. Why? He could have ran in every building. Like now, in not zombie apocalypse, we would think that that was just cool. Like, of course, I would open the door for her. But when, when it's zombie apocalypse, you like, nigga, no, the zombies are behind you. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta die. You can. Like, I love that shit, man. It's a good, because it always illustrates my one theme in life, which is, people ain't shit, man. People ain't shit. <laughs> keep believing that they, everybody gonna rise above. People ain't shit, man. And nothing brings out the ain't shit in people like the fucking zombie apocalypse. You'll be like, yep, make sense to me. Yep. Um... Alright, so here's the first article, and I'm going to run through this one pretty quick, but I found on uh, MSNBC the top 10 things that only bad managers say. Uh-oh, do they all work at fast food restaurants? Oh. <laughs> 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 um, uh, let's see, let's see what they say, because I think some of these have to do with corporate America. And okay. You guys, uh, I don't know if you ever held out a corporate job, or just, you know, I'm sure you've been managed at some point by someone. Um, yeah. You know, let's see if you've heard these before. If you don't want this job, I'll find somebody who does. Ooh. I heard that in relationships. I never heard it in uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before either in jobs. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I, I'm, I'm that you have to be pretty bad to get that sentence, dog. Like, you don't want it. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, this is a really bad one. I don't pay you to think. Ooh. ooh. Military. I said so you heard that before. Or yes. show me this to boyfriend. <laughs> She'll have the salad. And I'll have the T-bone and eggs. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, man, uh, I think uh, I've never heard that before. I've only seen that on badly written TV movies and uh, heard about it, you know, from second hand. But I've always thought that was stupid because I, I want my employees to think. That's what he's going to say to his uh, long fellows. I don't pay you to think. I just pay you to bend down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should be shut up. Um, and on top of that, that's some shit to get your ass whooped. Yeah, all these I'm things sorry. are ass whoopable offense. Yes. Uh, well, here's one. Uh, and I don't know that I disagree with this. I don't know if this is bad management, but it says, I won't have you on eBay, ESPN, Facebook, etc. while you're on the clock. Yeah. I don't know that that's bad management. No, it's not. Nah. That's, yeah, that's standard. Yeah. When I was at GameStop, we couldn't have our phones. We had to leave them in the uh, little closet room. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, that's a little excessive, but I, I mean, I think that 
in general, if a motherfucker is like, you know, on Facebook at work, for some people that shit can be a huge time waste. I think only a certain type of job where maybe you're demanding, you know, over 40 hours of work from people constantly or something, maybe then it's like, well, okay, I do spend my life in this motherfucker, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to start living in this motherfucker too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I gotta eat now and shit, so I can understand that, but as far as just, uh, not you know just hanging out on there all day people will hang out all day if you let them yes and then on top of that i don't see anything wrong with that because if i'm paying you to perform a task you know it's nothing wrong being over there for small periods of time but yes some people are actually still there all day and you're wasting their money yeah i would think a zero tolerance policy would be a bit extreme yes but but you know but at the same time i mean you don't want people taking advantage of it i don't think Mm -hmm. that's a negative thing to say um i'll take it under advisement and uh, they explain this as there are certain words that you never use in real life, only in business, and only in ways to let people know that the speaker is shining us on big time. I'll take it under advisement means go away and die and don't speak to me again unless I ask you. Yeah. Don't, I don't know what it means. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Where did this list come from? MSNBC. Oh, okay. Yeah, the liberal left winning demonizes. Let Herm cook. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who gave you permission to do that? That is a cut thing to say, though. But sometimes you need to know. <laughs> it all depends on context. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take it under advisement. You're right. It could be a snarky thing to say, but it could also be you telling the truth. Like, I will actually take that under advisement and think about it and consult some people to find out if we can put this in place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know if I agree with this list, dude. Yeah. You said who gave you permission to do that? Yeah. Yes, because you might be fucking some shit up, and I need to know who told you to fuck shit up. Right. Well, like, in, a, in, a, in a more uh, professional capacity, I think they would say who authorized this as a phone. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, yeah, exactly. Like you can change the words, but the meaning is there. Yeah. Look at me, you yeah. scrutinizing MSNBC and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. They put it out there for us. Yes. Uh, drop everything and do this now. Uh, this is for those last minute emergencies that managers bring up sometimes. Yeah, these uh, are all these are all things that girlfriends say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? All game down. You right. <laughs> uh, don't bring me problems. Bring me solutions. Another. Yeah. <laughs> I see for women though. I don't think that, that. I will make the argument that for a lot of women though. They actually like talking about the problems. Yeah. Hey, man. You bring, you bring them a solution, they be like, fuck that nigga. I just want to get this emotions out real quick. <laughs> Fucking up the flow with all these answers. Why don't you just tell the lady at work that uh, she should sw- you should switch your shift to 8 o'clock and then y'all never have to see each other? Yeah. Oh, still mad. I need to talk. <laughs> oh, sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> okay, that one is kind of a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Even when it is a personal problem, you know, as a manager, you ain't supposed to be telling me that My car isn't it. working. I'm going to be late to work. Well, it sounds like a personal, personal problem. problem and I will put a strike on your time. <laughs> <laughs> I, have some, I have some feedback for you, and everyone here feels the same way. Um, yeah, that's normally when they're about to shit on you. Yeah. But sometimes they write. Yes, you do talk too much at work. Right. Like sometimes people don't feel comfortable telling you that your ass is the, needs to take a shower. 
So they have to tell your manager, and the manager gets the unfortunate uh, job of being like, yo, you need to wash up. It's soap and water. Yes. <laughs> you know what? And especially people from other countries. I have some uh, family members that uh, work for transit, and they said that every year that they have to talk to people from foreign countries and actually have them and meet with HR and tell them to bathe. Yeah, everybody complains about it. It depends on how you handle it. Just be polite when you talk to your employees and just say, "Hey." But other than that, I I don't know what to say about that. Um, and then the last one is in these times, you're lucky to have a job at all. Now that was fucked up too, man. Yeah, that's true though, shit. Yeah, it's like that's one of them. Like it could be the truth. You can't say that one. You can't. You can't say that at work. Like, you let me have a job at all, motherfucker. Hey, I would like to raise. I've been working 60 hours a week for the last month. Man, nigga, you're lucky to have a job. Get out of my office. Like, yeah. I, mean, I guess everything is context, but I remember when they said that shit at one of our meetings at my old job. That shit did not go over well. No. That was one of them, like, room killers. You know how there's comedy killers? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, my wife had cancer, and let's talk about it. Like, what? Ooh. You know? <laughs> Like, you lucky to have a job at all is one of those, like, mm, why'd you bring up a bunch? You know? Yeah. I got two things, though, that I just see on this list. One is, you're fired. That's the thing. <laughs> and the hey, other one is. Good man to just say that too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the other one? Oh, you now work at GameStop. Welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> GameStop is a horrible place, though. It's, uh,. I know, I know Scar's gonna write it and defend them, but yeah, game's not. Come on, dog. Alright, so this article, um, for every, all of you guys, it's about to be Thanksgiving. And you know, that's a special time of the year. We get together with our families. Maybe you know how to make a traditional meal. You know, you date a woman who does, and she brings that to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe even you're just looking forward to like your Aunt Paula's pound cake or whatever it is. That you're into, right? Yes. Well, this lady was looking forward to the potato salad. Uh-oh. A Palm Coast woman was so angry that her 80-year-old father took her, told her, I'm sorry, told her that she couldn't eat his potato salad. <laughs> wow. That she threatened him with a large kitchen knife. <laughs> oh, what the hell is this potato salad made out of? Now, you know, the first thing I thought was, like, this is fucked up. And then I was like, you know what? Karen makes that banana pudding. I, and we bring that shit to everything. And yeah. literally, I have been threatened before. There's no joke. Yeah, she has. I have been threatened. Like, better make sure she bring that banana pudding. Like, yes, sir. Yeah. I, I wasn't planning on not doing it. Daddy, but, you don't know what make that potato salad like you. Yeah. And I really do feel like it is the thin line between yeah. chaos and fucking yeah. order yeah, and the family get together. Potato salad, it, 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 yeah, it might be right. Like, I don't think we've ever, I don't even pretend to not show up with it with, as a joke. Like, I just, I come in the house, like, uh, you know how, you know how, like, at the hostage situation, the people that, the hostage takers always come out with, like, their hands straight up mm-hmm. and kicking their guns on the floor in front of them and shit. Like, that's how I come in with the potato salad. Like, here's the potato salad. <laughs> Don't hurt me. We go to other functions and everything. Like, you got a potato salad? It's like, oh, no, I did not plan on making it, sir. Yeah. Please don't hurt me. But that's how we do the banana pudding that Karen makes. It's like this potato salad. Um, Karen Henry, who's 45, and oh, you look at her face, Karen. you can see the look on her face, and she was not Ooh. fucking playing. Yeah. She is 
okay with how this turned out with her going to jail. Cause looked, yes, she is. She looked like she came time. out the womb threatening the doctors. That's how she looked. Now, she looks like this. she's going to use this picture as, look, the next time on Thanksgiving. Y'all niggas don't bring enough potato salad. Look at this picture because this out go to jail. My own plate. <laughs> she was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and tampering with a witness Saturday. <laughs> After she waved the knife at Hubert Henry, forcing him to retreat into his bedroom. Karen became very angry that she could not have the potato salad and began throwing and breaking items. She then grabbed a large kitchen knife and began threatening Hubert with it. Hubert is an old name, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if I said guess the age of a nigga named Hubert, you're going to guess 70 to 80 at least. Of course, but 90. Uh, there's no young Hubert, so I'm trying to think of one. Nope. I think Hubert Davis is the youngest Hubert on the planet. <laughs> that nigga's like 50 now. Um, Karen became very angry, of course. Um, she was throwing and breaking idols. She grabbed a large kitchen knife and began threatening Hubert with it. Karen Henry complained of abdominal pain while en route to jail. Because you know she lactose intolerant and Aunt May always used that milk to make that, get that ah, cream and potato salad. <laughs> she knew she couldn't handle it, but that's how strong good it is, Karen. It risked that lactose intolerance. No, thank you. Uh, she was treated at a Florida... Oh, oh, this happened in Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, she was treated at a Florida hospital. Uh, de- deputies heard her on the phone from outside her room and she changed her clothing. Deputies contacted her father who reported that his daughter called and told him to drop the charges against her. Damn. <laughs> you better drop these charges, nigga. Give me that potato salad. <laughs> hey, I'll get home. That potato salad better be in the fridge. Hey, I just, I just opened... I just opened this article right now. This is Samuel Jackson in drag right here. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, shit. If y'all can see. Uh, oh, I might use this as the picture for the episode. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, Karen Hero was transported to the inmate facility where she was released from the hospital. Uh, when she was released from the hospital. And she remains without bail. So she didn't have the money to pay for bail. So does that mean she's not going to be in the Avengers movie as Nick Fury then, or what? <laughs> yeah, apparently they got to put the production back. Um, so, speaking of keeping it in family and family violence, a 27-year-old half-moon bay man punched his 82-year-old grandmother in the face several times and threw her into the passenger seat because he felt that she was driving Back to the coast, too slow, according to the San Mateo County Prosecutor. Well, then why didn't he drive? He did. <laughs> he put no, I missed from the beginning. You know, um, people always want to drive. <laughs> that shit, you know, and I, you know, I'm for death panels. Uh, it's the only promise that Obama didn't deliver on that I'm still angry about. But um, I, I like I I was really like you know um she is old and I could drive around her when I'm in my car, but I guess if I was in the car with the old person I would be pretty upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've all been thinking that like what we could do to an old person that's in front of us driving. He just did what we were thinking. <laughs> you know what? I I don't feel sorry for this old lady, and I don't feel sorry for the father in the other story. I don't feel sorry for anybody whose children or grandchildren does some shit because that reflects on your performance as a parent. Mm-hmm. Letting them hood rats. Controversy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk. Hey, I, I, you know what? 
obviously, how much you want to bet this dude right here? His mama is a hood rat. Because, first of all, why his grandma driving him around? He's tw- he 27. At 27. At 27 years old. He should be driving her around. That's Damn street urchin. I have not been in my grandmother's or car with my grandmother since I was eight. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> let alone let her drive. Oh. <laughs> so. Now, this, this guy's name, uh, if you so. want to guess the race, his name is Vittoro Vincent Valdez. And if you saw him, you would, I don't even, I, he looks white to me. Me too. But I don't know, that name sounds Mexican. And I always feel sad for these, like, Latino people that look white but going to jail. Because I'm like, dog, you could have passed for white. You almost made it. <clears throat> almost. You Charlie Sheen did it? Charlie, yes, Charlie Sheen did it and his father. Well, it might be Spanish, though. It might be uh, European Spanish, so. Yeah, it could be, yeah. But he white enough to make it in America. He looked like a skinhead right here. <laughs> yes, he does. With green eyes. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to several felonies charged in the September 24th incident, including elder abuse, kidnapping, <laughs> false imprisonment of an elderly person. I, I like that there's laws just for the old. I didn't yeah. know so many people whooped their hands. Look, y'all can't be beating on old people now. Like, yes, that's what this means is that this hasn't happened enough. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to put a law in the book. We're like, old people do be fucking up, but come on. And shouldn't, like, that old shouldn't be attempted murder because anything that age probably take him out. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, she, she raised his mama or his daddy who raised him. So she knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah, she probably, you know, she probably had blocked several of the punches in the past. She just wasn't fast enough this time. There you go. She didn't have a cane. She didn't have a cane. Drug possession, driving on a suspended license, and disobeying a court order not to drive. That's why she was probably That's driving. why she was driving in the first place. Aww. He did not waive his right to a speedy trial and is scheduled for a December 5th. <laughs> this nigga wants to go under the jail. He's like, fuck it then. I did it. Um, although his grandmother was the alleged victim, District Attorney Steve Wagstaff said she refused medical attention at the scene and has since maintained that he did not harm her. Now that is Aww. sad. Because a grandmother's love is strong like that. Yeah. But yeah. not my grandmama, nigga, I'd be in jail. My grandma <laughs> won't play that right? shit. I wouldn't have lived to see jail. She would have no. Hold on. So, you know what? We're assuming that this, when we hear the word grandmother, we're thinking uh, like Granny from from the the Looney Tunes. She might have <laughs> tattooed, crazy. She might have smacked him upside his head and made him go off. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. Save that monster. Authorities, however, say approximately 11:30 p.m. that evening, the woman was driving Valdez from Palo Alto to Half Moon Bay in her BMW because she's balling like that. Oh. Um, because he had a suspended license. Valdez reportedly grew angry at the slow speed, pushed down his grandmother's right leg on the, to accelerate the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> the frightened woman tried to pull into a shell gas station for help, but Val- Valdez yanked her from the driver's seat, threw her to the passenger side. When the woman tried leaving the vehicle, Valdez allegedly punched her in the face several times and kept her inside. What? A witness at a nearby 7-Eleven called 911, so if you get them numbers, man, you will be balling in CeeLo. Uh, alerted a deputy uh, sheriff who spotted the car on Route 92. Uh, the deputy uh, reported seeing Valdez grab his grandmother's hair, slam her head against the passenger window several times before he was able to stop the car. So he must have been playing that Chris Ooh, Brown. Yes, he was. <laughs> he had like a damn set of drums. The woman jumped from the vehicle yelling for help. 
This is a spry 82 year old. She took that ass whooping and still hopped out the car. Uh, the, the deputy found .05 grams of heroin in the car's central console. Uh-huh. How you know it was his? Yeah, I'm about, <laughs> he was like, that's her. I don't even smoke that shit. Yeah. Uh, the woman told about that. That's why she was driving so slow. She was having a heroin now. <laughs> <laughs> the woman told uh, authorities Valdez never hit her and did not want her grandson arrested. See? Enabler. Yep. I would have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this attorney, Rachel Valdez, was unable to comment. So I wonder if that's his family member. That's his defense attorney. Hmm. Uh, at, you know, last hey. thing, last thing. At the time of the arrest, Valdez had several prior run-ins with the law. Oh, you don't say. Uh. The speeding, the, the speeding, no license grandma beater had several prior, prior runners. Wow. Wow. He was convicted twice of driving on a suspended license and once for driving while intoxicated. He was acquitted of misdemeanor domestic violence in 2000. Well, this was a truly an all for one crime this time. Yeah. He put it all together. Well, I tell you, <laughs> you beat my 81 year old. You is going to jail. Yes, press charges. Yes. <laughs> hood wolf. That's a hood wolf. <laughs> speaking, of, uh, speaking of drug addicts, uh, this dude was cooking some raccoon, mm. and it led to a meth maker's arrest. Oh, that's messed up. Oh. <laughs> they got to do with each other. Let's find out. Memphis, Tennessee. What's up, oh, Memphis? <laughs> Police say a man roasted a raccoon in midtown in a midtown apartment building's rear parking lot. Because, you know, never you never want to cook a raccoon inside in the oven, right? Yeah. Uh, led them to a meth lab that landed his brother in jail. Aww. Snitches get stitches. Uh, the raccoon done? The, <laughs> <laughs> the officer found the man behind a 1985 uh, Madison. Oh, wait. Behind 1985 Madison. That must be the address. And say that it, in addition to the cooking raccoon, he also had several large knives. Uh, investigators called in the department's meth task force. You know, you know it's Memphis when they got a meth task force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, call in the meth boys. Large knives and raccoons? Meth. I don't understand the connection here. Uh, they, they also discovered buckets of an unknown material. Uh, uh-huh. police ended up arresting the man's brother, 26-year-old Adam Eubank, after entering the man's apartment, according to court records. Police say Eubank had put, purchased cold medicine, used to manufacture methamphetamine nearly three dozen times in the past year. Oh. Yeah, it's a fucked up family That's altogether. Right. Hey, you, you know, know what? what? I think they're using the raccoon as a reason. They was already trying to get up in that apartment. Yeah, they were using the raccoon. Yeah. Number one, I can't make the connection. And number two, motherfuckers like you is why I can't buy Sudafed without showing my fucking license. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a cold. And this is the for song? Registration? Oh. That uh, holiday song? You heard about it? What's nah, it? what's the holiday song? Raccoons roasting on an open fire. <laughs> Cocaine going up your nose. That'll be on this Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be. I think that was on Boys and Men's uh, Christmas yeah. album with Babyface. Um, so this ex-Oklahoma judge was stripped of his pension over a penis pump. Mm-hmm. A former Oklahoma judge who served time behind bars after using a penis pump while on the bench 
公道不坏。啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊啊Thompson, who served 20 months in jail, twice filed appeals to get his retirement benefits reinstated, but the state supreme court upheld the initial ruling Tuesday.、Hmm. Court reporters observed felonious exposure of Mr. Thompson's private parts and testified to the fact during the criminal charge that <laughs> the trivial res- the trial resulted in conviction of felonies. These those felonies violated Mr. Thompson's oath of office,、um, said Justice James Winchester. That's a good name. I like that. Good name for a justice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, court employees had testified that they witnessed Thompson masturbating. Oh. Well, they got you know you don't gotta wear drawers under the black robes, Karen. Oh. They just、uh, masturbate do it all the time. Just masturbate probably be free balling, though. That's why he talks like that. <laughs> uh, they witnessed Thompson masturbating using a penis enlargement device and putting lotion on his privates while. He- <laughs> This nigga's down. This nigga's walking up with some jerkins. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's seen him? Like, like, did they witness? Oh shit! Did they be like, and my client here, sir, is what's 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 that noise? Because the penis、yeah. and laundry makes noise, doesn't it? I don't know. I never not nothing. Lean back, like yeah, uh huh. He's rubbing his hands together, getting the lotion on. I'm listening. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Objection. Uh, I said objection, Your Honor. Oh, oh, overruled. I'm sorry. I was sorry. What is going on here? Like all the cases that, like he was probably Casey Anthony's judge, you know? Like all the cases where we'd be like, how did they get off? Maybe this was him. And I hope he had more than one robe. Them shit seems to be nasty. All that jacking、yeah. up in those robes. Oh wow! So he was doing this all. I'm, I'm, I'm reading it still. He was doing this all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy too? Like you think he was jealous of people getting like the Casey Anthony case? Like damn, that bitch was hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I always gotta get the angle. I need to move to night court, do some whores. Ah!、Um, <laughs> <laughs> so according to the complaint, yeah, filed in 2004,、uh, witnesses said they they had seen his penis on a number of occasions. Wow. wow. And some said his use of the pump was audible in the courtroom. In one instance, jurors comment, commented to Thompson's court reporter about the popping and sh- sh- sound. <laughs> so it was loud because I thought them shits make noise. Wow.、Uh, Thompson, who served as a judge from 1982 to 2004,、oh、will still、God. get his benefits from 1974 to 1980. Post as a state legislator, the court said. Wow, that's very interesting. You know, and, and something like that, I'm surprised they don't go back and overturn his shit because you couldn't have been paying that much fucking attention. I'm sorry. Yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? That's real talk. I know if I got convicted under him, I'd be like, hey man, that dude was jacking off. There's no way he did that case right. Yeah, there's no way he could have been paying attention because last time I checked, when you, you know, having sex or jacking off, you know, you ain't, you ain't paying your mind ain't focused. Hey, yeah, a lot of times they say he would end his case by saying, "I love you." <laughs> I always thought that was weird. <laughs> I always thought that was weird. Tongue hanging outside his mouth. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's like, guilty, and go make me a sandwich. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> yeah. Court is adjourned for 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, a Zimbabwean man accused of bestiality says a prostitute transformed into a donkey. Oh, my nigga. That's the most, that's the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Maybe it's <was> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, uh, Zimbabwe in court heard a bizarre excuse on Monday when a man accused of bestiality claimed he hired a prostitute to transform into a donkey overnight. Uh, Sunday, Mayo. Oh, Moyo, I'm sorry, his name is Moyo. 28 was arrested at around 4 a.m. local time on Sunday while officers on a routine patrol found him performing a sex act in a, on a donkey in his yard. A pound in mid. The animal was lying on the ground and had been tied by the neck to a tree. Oh. Yeah, so it was like he fucked that donkey till it went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the ground and shit. Donkey style. I don't really know what style is. Know. He donkey punched that shit. Um, <laughs> Oyo appeared in the court on Monday, but claimed he had no idea he was performing a sex act on a donkey. Your worship, I only came to know that I was being in- intimate with a donkey when I got arrested. <laughs> so, so wait, so, they arrested him for fucking a donkey. He's, he's like, what? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I will do the time for prostitution, sir. But you gonna come in here and accuse me of being an ass man? The hair, the hanging, the flies, none of that. Didn't let you know this wasn't a woman. Well, you gotta think if he had, if he had a big old butt and some horse hair, he might have thought it was a black woman that. Controversy. Oh yeah, yeah, you gonna get it on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's crazy though is the last line in the, the whole thing. Both. Oh, wait, don't oh, kill. Oh, don't kill. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're getting to that. Um, I had hired a prostitute and paid U.S. dollars of twenty for the service at downtown nightclub. The Barway. Zimbabwe don't even bother giving it fancy names. <laughs> downtown nightclub. Which one are you going to? Uptown or downtown? We got two. Main Street Restaurant. <laughs> downtown nightclub and petting zoo. <laughs> you said, I don't know how she then became a donkey. Moyo <laughs> will claim adding that he is now seriously in love with the animal. Uh-oh. <laughs> the court ordered Moyo. He must have put it on him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> The court ordered Moyo to be examined by two government psychiatrists and remanded him in custody until Thursday on a charge of bestiality. Both bestiality and prostitution are illegal in Zimbabwe. You so. don't say. <laughs> yeah, you go to jail either way. Um, here's a story. We haven't talked about this yet. But it is sword season. Yes. We've seen a spike in sword-related incidents over have. the past month. Yes. Do you think it'll stop today, Karen? Nope. Community order Community order for man in second sword frame. Second. Number two. A man who threatened his neighbors with a samurai sword and a row over loud music has been given a community order. James Goldfoy... 
was convicted. I'm like, Frodo, what, what is what's going on here? <laughs> you were convicted of having one ring to rule them all. I yes. precious the ring. <laughs> so he was, he was convicted of a fray on Thursday at Plymouth Crown Court and returned yesterday to be sentenced. The jury had heard that attended Joseph Garadot, 21, invited friends to a party at his ground floor flat. Um, December 10th last year. They drank lagers, played music on the TV speakers until just after midnight. I know, right? So it couldn't have been too loud, TV speakers. The tenant of the basement flat uh, appeared and asked them to turn the volume down. They bundled him out of the flat when he became aggressive. But several minutes later, he returned with a samurai sword and began attacking the door, punching, butting, and hitting it with the sword. Ah! The young men managed to keep him out and call the police. The jury later heard that Goldfoy, age 28, and now living with his parents. Oh, you don't say. Wow. Old, poor, ratchet dude couldn't manage to live out there in the world on his own and pay some good rent. <laughs> um, so, uh, he, he had 11 previous convictions, including July 22nd last year for an affray with a samurai sword at the same monthly address. Monthly? Yeah, he was just rolling up on the same people with his sword over and over again. That's uh, the kind of shit that makes sense to people with swords. <laughs> you know, a nigga with a gun would have went over there one time and ended off this shit and been in prison now. Yes, this never happened again. Uh, on that occasion, he punched a hole in the glass door and poked the sword through to frighten the fellow tenant. Mm. I don't even know if that's that scary. It's like a sword through a hole. Like, how much room do you have to move? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just move to the other side of the room. Like, nigga, get out of here. Stop playing. Feed it, mom. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Fucking up the window. <laughs> now I gotta get my screen fixed, nigga. Yeah, you fucked up my screen, door. Um, um, for that offense, he was given a suspended sentence. December 10th, the December 10th attack was committed while on bail, but he did not breach the suspended sentence, uh, which had not been imposed for the July attack. Like they don't take this sword shit serious, man. Wow. Like what? Like if this is a gun crime, right? First of all, if you get it convicted of some shit with a gun, you can't have a gun again. But let's say you get convicted of some shit, and they're like, "Look, you're on probation. You can't have a gun for twelve months. Stop acting up." Then you do the exact same crime, and you don't end up back in jail. Yeah. It was the same crime, dog. Like what kind of weak ass law they got there? Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. So, of course, sword season comes in multiple numbers. Police use taser on sword wielding man. <laughs> the taser. Official weapon. Ontario, did we even say the official weapon is bullet ball today? The official weapon is the taser. And no, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can do it right now. The official weapon is the taser, which you got to talk to. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Thank you. Ontario County Sheriff had to use a taser on a, and I've never seen this spell before. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm assuming that's Canadian. It says Kanaka Yo, that's not like someone's name in the project. Number one, tell us about these folks. I don't know nothing about that. Kanandagwa. I'm about to call the Chonillas. Call the Chonillas on that one. Yeah, they're going to have help us too. Shirley Clove, hit us up. Yes. Um, Today, he uh, they used the taser on him after he refused to put down knives and a sword. Oh. Uriah J. Kayer, 28, of Middle Cheshire Road, was charged with fourth-degree criminal possession of a weapon, obstructing government administration, and second-degree harassment. 
Now that's how how they don't take the fucking sword serious. Second degree harassment. <laughs> yeah, and fourth degree criminal. Yeah. Now if it was a gun, it'd be first degree, right? On both charges. Oh, Come yeah. on, man. Y'all tripping, man. Y'all gonna wait till they stab somebody to be like, you know what? We probably should have did something. <laughs> uh, according to the Ontario County Sheriff's Office, they responded to Kayer's home at 12.50 a.m. where Kayer allegedly struck a female in the head. Oh. Kayer armed himself with several knives and a sword and refused to put them down when deputies arrived. Deputies took him into custody after deploying the taser. Kayer is in the Ontario County Jail without bail. He'll be arraigned. Uh, in that name that I couldn't pronounce, town yeah. on to today. And they police officers nice in Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They really are. Alright, we got two more stories to go. Now this one is a little bit crazy. Apparently, a man who entered the Bellingham Medical Office with a severed limb later told paramedics that he cut his own arm, his own arm off with a self-made device. Wow. Police said the man walked into a urology office uh, in Birchwood neighborhood at 11 a.m. Thursday. His right arm had been severed below the shoulder. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, employees from the clinic called for an ambulance and the police. Now, I don't know why they called the police. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. But, you know, call the ambulance, but why would you call the police for this man? Obviously, he's armless. Well, maybe they weren't sure if he was attacked or not. Ah, say that again. They, maybe they weren't sure if he was attacked or not, if he was going to be a danger to them. Oh, yeah, that that could be what it is, man. But it's, not I mean, like, it's not like he was throwing a party. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, I mean, it's not like he was armed and dangerous, you know. <laughs> he just needed a hand. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even get this man a hand out. Nope. Uh, investigated officers searched a nearby homeless camp where the man was believed to live and found a severed arm and self-made guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't need to call in Horatio from Miami CSI for that one. That's an open and shut case. Like, is another motherfucker with an arm missing? I think I think he lives there. Safe to say. A round of applause for that, uh, find. <laughs> I was wondering uh, that up. Like, like what, what, what would a homeless person make a, a guillotine out of? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a 12 inch record? Like they found a platinum record or something? <laughs> and a rope? <laughs> a window? <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish they went into the ingredients of that because that should have been hilarious. Like the ones, you know how you stick your hand and you stick it all through the hole and it comes down on it? Yeah. I don't know. That's what a guillotine does, though. Yeah. You stick your arm in and just drop the blade right on top of your arm. Severs it clean. Normally people use it for to cut your head off, but. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, they cut, he cut his own arm off, man. Um, police said the victim admitted to cutting his arm off. Uh, the arm was transported to the hospital in hopes that it could be reattached. The man was airlifted to Harborview Medical from another hospital for further treatment his condition is not known um the officer said that they had been in contact with the man before who suffers from mental issues you don't say well i mean he might have mental issues but he's never committed a crime you know like he's he's well he's not okay they they leaving too much out i wanted first of all okay you know i want to know what the guillotine was made out of (laughs) second of all why did he feel like he had to cut it off right Yeah. yeah Obviously, it worked if he built a damn guillotine. Well, maybe he was a, maybe maybe he was a victim of armed robbery, and he was making a, <laughs> he's making an excuse. You know, yeah, he's really yeah, he's really pushing it with that one. 
<laughs> I don't want to get too heavy into politics here, but I'm just happy that Obama finally got health care plan because you know he has to pay an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, well, you know you gotta hand it to him, man. Woman in custody after reportedly attacking a man with a knife while playing Monopoly. Mm. Now, you know we're all gonna sit here and judge this lady, but let me start by first saying one: Monopoly is the sport of assholes. Yes. Everywhere. Uh, if you're too good at Monopoly, we probably can't be friends. And you know they got electronic uh, Monopoly now when you put it on cards. Yeah, so, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what that has to do with anything, Karen, but you can get your ass stabbed electronically or real, apparently, because Laura Chavez did not pass, though. She did not collect $200 instead. Oh, they got jokes. <laughs> yeah, this article's full of jokes. Yeah, real quick, can we please get articles, like, just without the humor, just give me a real story. Yeah, uh, everyone, it's my job to do yeah. the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> instead, Santa Fe's county sheriff's de- deputy took the 60-year-old directly to jail, after they say she repeatedly stabbed her boyfriend Wednesday after arguing during a game of Monopoly. You think she stabbed him in his community chest? Police responded to a stabbing call at 1.21 a.m., which is way too late to be playing fucking Monopoly. Yes, it is. You should either be fucking and sleep by then or, uh, or sleep. sleep. Something. <laughs> Who is this? Boys, 60 years old, you supposed to be playing gin rummy. You ain't supposed to be playing no goddamn Monopoly <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, it's supposed to roll up on two niggas playing Tonk. You know what I'm going to be the shoe. Fuck you, nigga. Stab. <laughs> you know I'm the shoe. Um, Deputy Kurt White arrived at the apartment where he says he found the 48-year-old male stabbing victim bleeding heavily from his head and right wrist area. Ooh. She went to the head on that ass. Yes, did. Chavez, who police say admitted stabbing the man with a kitchen knife, was arrested and charged with aggravated battery on a house of a household member with a deadly weapon. Battery on a peace officer, so she beat up the cop. Nice. Damn. Assault on a police officer and resisting and evading a police officer. <laughs> she tried to run away from this man. She's like rolling the dice and shit. Like, I can go eight steps. You gotta roll. <laughs> Uh, he remained. She remained jailed Wednesday in lieu of a five thousand dollar surety bond, according to an online jail database. Um, her boyfriend, meanwhile, remained hospitalized late Wednesday, but was in stable condition. Uh, police say Chavez and her boyfriend appeared to be intoxicated. You don't say. Wow. According to the statement of probable cause filed for Chavez's arrest, drafted by Detective Andrew. Quintana, Chavez and her boyfriend were playing a late Tuesday night game of Monopoly with her 10-year-old grandson. At one, one something okay, in the now hold on, hold on right there. Now, y'all telling me that in 20 years, if that if that grandson grows up and whoops her ass, she didn't deserve it? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he already has the Latino last name to yeah. do it. Hey, um, you went there, not me. <laughs> <laughs> The young, the young boy told police, it's a comedy podcast. Don't get it. The young boy told police the couple began fighting because his grandma thought her boyfriend was cheating at the classic Parker Brothers game. <laughs> now, now I won't front. Listen, cheating in Monopoly will get your ass looked down. That's a yeah. real talk. That's a stabbing offense. But people act like it's. And they pound bills? Yeah, you don't pay my bill. Like, some people act like it's funny, man, but I see you over there eyeing the fucking bait. Sliding fives, you ain't thick dog. Yeah, 
That's how it happens, dog. It's never. But at sixty, though, like like the stabbing, because I yeah, that shit did used to get heated back in the day. I remember that. Yeah, you know, like that's like that's why I stopped playing. Like there's a certain age where you gotta grow up and be like, nigga, we can't play this no more. Cause yeah, you exactly. eat, and I man, like it's real money and shit. Yeah. <laughs> get into that shit, especially you fuck around and and, and miss the greens, the the, uh, the yellows and the reds. Yeah. Shit. You be mad as fuck, dog. You can't help it. Properties, you like, man, fuck this game. <laughs> you like, in a park place, and I got two hotels on it. Man, fuck me, man, I quit. <laughs> like, that shit is, I won't, I, I had an aunt, man, I couldn't talk to her for a couple weeks, man. We played Monopoly. I was like, yo, we can't kick it no more, man. This shit ain't cool. You can't babysit me no more. When that board comes down, it's real, son. Seriously, man, and the thing about people that that's too good at Monopoly, they can't, they love to play it. Even when you yeah. like, man, I hate Monopoly, I don't want to play. Oh, let's just play some Monopoly. <laughs> it's never friendly. It's never friendly. Five minutes in, you ready to stab a motherfucker, man? Fuck it. Yeah, because they talk shit. They be like, oh, that's gonna cost you. That's yeah. gonna cost you. <laughs> oh, so you're not putting the house there? Okay. <laughs> all right then. Oh, I got all four rooms. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll buy that one from you later with all my money. Um, so the, uh, so apparently, uh, the victim informed Deputy White while his girlfriend, uh, his girlfriend Laura's apartment, uh, oh, I guess while in his girlfriend, they missed the word. They were playing a board game of Monopoly. The victim stated that Laura then hit him over the head with a glass bottle while sitting at the table. Hit that bitch in the head with a bottle. <laughs> I like how they how they can't say his name because you can't put the bit victims of domestic violence in. Nope. But you know, secretly, like as a man, he probably wanted his name in here. Yeah. Like, hey, I ain't no victim, son. Well, legally, we can't name that. I ain't no bitch. And you tell a Mark Johnson got hit with a bottle. Okay, I took it like a man. I ain't called the cops. Someone else did. Uh, the victim stated that Laura then grabbed the knife and began cutting him causing injuries on the top of his head, neck, left eyebrow, and right wrist area. Uh, Chavez told police that her boyfriend had pushed her, when they, and then she asked him to leave her apartment and informed Deputy White she may have been stabbed. Her boyfriend, although she, she said uh, she had no idea why she had the man's blood on her. Word. <laughs> I, come on, open the shut case. She's clearly the liar here, right? I don't know where this blood came from. Oh, well, I don't know why that knife is sticking out of his scalp. Uh, ma'am, you have no cuts on you. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what a coincidence. I, I, we were playing a polite game of Monopoly, and I asked him to leave. Uh, in the later conversation with another officer, Chavez told the officer that the blood was in fact from her boyfriend. Uh, police reports state deputies observed large amounts of the suspected blood patterns on the floor and walls of the living room and kitchen area. Oh, she stopped the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to stab people, Karen. Chavez's <laughs> 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 uh, 10-year-old grandson, who had been staying the night with his grandmother, <laughs> told police he did not witness any physical violence between the two and was in bed at the time of the stabbing. So he knows not to snitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did she come out and stab him, too? Well, I mean, later on, she'll pay it back when we put it <laughs> That's right. And she don't snitch to the cops. So, right. you know, eight and four. Call it even. The, the boy stated his grandma, Laura, and her boyfriend were both drinking a beer from the same can while playing Monopoly. Uh, the boy further advised that during the time that they were playing the game, his grandma and her boyfriend started to argue because she thought the boyfriend was cheating at Monopoly. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's supposed to be, you know, I guess then he went to bed. 
So maybe he's smart. He had that spider sense. He was like, wait a minute, this don't sound good. I'm going <laughs> he's to like, bed. I know fuck how this shit is. Fuck y'all old people out here, and I'm going to bed. He's like, I've, I've been in the fourth grade long enough to know that motherfuckers get fight over the binoculars. That's right. I'm going to bed. We should have played Double Trouble like I told y'all. <laughs> investigators say they were not aware of past domestic violence calls regarding the couple but jail records show Chavez has been booked into the Santa Fe County Jail nine times since 2006 many of which were related to violations of probation and the conditions of a release for a 2009 felony drug possession case in which she eventually received a conditional discharge wow yes that's right it was unclear late Wednesday when Chavez, Chavez would be arraigned on the charges filed against her. So, Grandma going to jail. Wow. They, they hood rats. Hood rats, man. <laughs> hood hey, rats. You know that kid, that kid ain't got no choices to be a street urchin now, dog. Exactly. That's yeah. a really cool girl. She old enough to be that. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. Uh, of course, our guests were the Dark Hater from the Haterazzi Radio Show. Uh, Dark Hater, man, tell everybody what you're up to, where to find you. Oh, you can hit me up on um, at, at com, of course. Also, you can find the Haterazzi Radio Show on iTunes. Uh, subscribe that way or uh, however you get your podcasting. News, comedy, pop culture, crucifixion, check us out. And like him on Facebook. He's a really interactive Facebook follow. He always has a ton of just stuff that he's posting and um I piss people off. I, I piss people off. Let's keep it real. <laughs> I, I, I say shit that, that really makes people mad. <laughs> well, you know, I reel him. I try to reel him in with honey, but he, you know, sometimes shit does attract more flies than honey. So if you want to be pissed off, fuck with the dark hate on Facebook. You will piss your ass off. Um, and uh, what about you, Ty, man? How can they keep up with you? Uh, well, yeah, they can keep up with me, uh, Ty Diamond. Dot com. Um, still on construction, but the links and stuff work, so you'll be able to get to my Facebook fan page, Twitter, and listen to the podcast, Casual Football Talk, which uh, comes out every Friday, Podomatic, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio as well. Cool, man. I can't wait to check for it. Now. And both of you guys are on Twitter, too. Uh, Dark Hater is at HaterRazi, mm-hmm. um, H-A-T-E-R-A-Z-Z-I. And um, Todd Diamond is at Todd Diamond, T-Y-E-D-I-A-M-O-N-D. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And, of course, this episode was sponsored to you by Silent X uh, Media, who, you know, if you have audio and video production needs, need to get your shit engineered and leveled right, please contact them. Um, the contact information will be in the show notes. And don't forget, Shadow Dog Productions, man. Go and play the trailer of Dirt Cheap Therapy. And also get your shit 10% off when you use the code HOLUEEN. H-O-E-L-L-E-W-E-E-N. HOLUEEN. Yes, and they will be pulling it up tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> tonight, Friday. <laughs> we went out last night. It was always everywhere. Um, so, yes, but, you know, definitely get dressed up in these skimpiest outfits and celebrate. And then go out and buy some audio plays. You know, because that's the thing. I might call you a hoe, but I definitely won't judge you for being one. Me okay, either. people like fucking, and everybody in denial about it. Yeah, that wrap your shit up and don't have no babies. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Okay, just don't put these little badass babies, or they be punching you in the face when you're 82. So trust that's me. That's what I'm saying. Or get my ass whooped in the McDonald's. Can you yeah. dig it? <laughs> you can always call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. On Saturday morning, we do our live feedback show, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, and you can hit us up with the email, theblackoutist at gmail.com. 
Uh, make sure you go into our site. Uh, make sure you're donating. Make sure you're buying shit. Uh, go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. We read each and every five-star review on the show. Join our Facebook group, Podomatic, Stitcher. You know the drill. Keep up with us. Holla at your boy. Um, so, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I hate you. Snicks, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Sprung, but I spring her, Jerry. Don't try this at home. Results may vary. King like T.I., but in the shower, Larry. Hoover, Hoover, Hoover. American gangsters shoot two suits. Rappers get nasty in the booth, but I'm close, so I can't even stomach myself. Oh, sir, more realer cause I'm closer. Had girlies and girdles weighing more than they supposed to. Poser? No, sir. My hustle? So Russell. I stretch work. Yoga. You know I got it down, dog. Al Roca. I used to knock pounds off. It ain't nothing for me to knock pounds off. And he's and C's praying for my downfall. It's just haters. I wave at you, I'm so player. I'll never be done, I'm so rayer. We chillin' the game, it's not fair. You motherfuckers stay right there Cause we too high up in the air We blasting off just like a laser Nigga, boom, boom, boom Give me back, give me room, room, room DB9 like boom, boom, boom Yo, what we doing, doing, doing Ballin', bitches Eating y'all food, leaving dishes Why these niggas always talking lead talk, yeah Why I never see them at the clearport, yeah Why I always hear they at the airport Why I fly daily like I'm in the airport Airport, please stop talking my ass off Millionaire talk, you haters you mad at me cause your paper Need to get this motherfucking weight up Hold up Wait up I ain't done Name one thing that I ain't done It hurts when you say that I ain't one You haters How do I name your paper? I need to know cause I care I need you to love me, I swear Look, hey, you're yes. Running the shot like y'all say I'm running New York, I got the mayor On my page, you can't fade us You haters